Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a tangent. Back in the days when we played video games, it was hardcore for the nerdy and lazy. Now things have changed and all our video games are also for the casual and lady. But that's okay, you know the score. We told you a million times before. Playing consoles, not just games, is in the past. For another week of F4G Radio. By the way, Drew, that was a lovely impression you tried to do on the Game of the Year podcast. Ah, this time. It's like a drunk Arnold. <laughs> but anyway, this is episode four. I have the number right here now. I forgot. It's 459. Uh, episode 459 for January 23rd, 2017. I forgot what I was going to say. With us this week, we have Drew. Hey. We have Jay. Buongiorno. We have John. Hello. And I think we have Ryan. He just joined. We do. All Perfect right. timing. Wow. Perfect Ryan timing. Ryan actually got introduced for the first time in 10 years. Tell you what. Nice. <laughs> when, you, when you put your mind to something and you all give right. your all... You know, sometimes it just works out. Sometimes. I'm so proud of you, Ryan. Uh, so proud. You know, I, I I don't want to take all the credit. You know, I got a great team around me. And, uh, <laughs> I feel like give 100. I feel like as a group, you know, we really stepped up. And you know, it, it was it was nice that I was able to be the one to shine today. But really, this I mean, this is for everybody. This is a team effort. This is right. team effort. Right. There's no I in team, but there is a me. Anyway, there is an I in win. So there is. There is. Uh, anyway. Whew. There is an I in. I don't give a fuck about any of the rest of y'all. That's true. That's true. I feel <laughs> it right here in my chesticle. Anyway. Ryan, Ryan was able to find his way to the secret underground in 4G layer. <laughs> I was. It took me a while, though. That uh, so that swinging pendulum trap's a real... This is a bitch, yeah. Well, you know, I gotta yeah. keep. I gotta keep out the. I gotta keep out the ragamuffins, you know? The screens. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I mean, it's... Free- January's not even over yet, but I feel like I have like a video game hangover just thinking about all the stuff that's coming out. We've already had a system announced. We have a system coming out in less than 50 days. 2017 is a hell of a year. Uh, Resident Evil next week? Yeah, Resident Evil's next week. And Yakuza yep. is next week. Tales of Berseria, uh, Digimon. Gravity Rush is stuff. already out. Oh, Kingdom yeah. Hearts. Kingdom Hearts is out next week. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Double Dragon Four. <laughs> yeah. That's what nobody worried about. Uh, January thirtieth. Yeah. Oh, wow, no one cares. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. For Honor coming out soon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, we were we were still in January. Let's let's not start no. February because uh, I have a coronary. February's got them hits too, man. We Horizon got a lot of stuff coming. Horizon Zero Dawn. It's in February. Mm-hmm. Neo. Okay. Neo. Starting off the month. Yeah. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Oh yeah, baby. I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't do it. I can't, I can't. Let's talk about what we're playing right now. Drew, do you want to start us off? Sure. All right. 
And by the way, uh, sorry, I'm t- to, to interrupt real quick. Um, I want to make sure everybody knows this right off the top. Um, John Whitehouse's favorite game, Knack, is in the flash sale right now for four ninety nine. You know what? That's four ninety nine too much. <clears throat> Pick it up, so get ready if, for that sequel, baby. So, so if yeah. you want to play, if you want to play get John's Laurel. game of the generation, four ninety nine. All right, go ahead. Such Drew, a bargain. You're part of the problem. <laughs> I, I did not play Knack. Good, good for you. Um. I have been playing a few games for review. Unfortunately, I can't talk about two of them. <laughs> okay, just name them out. Well, awesome, uh, well done with that. I am playing a game called Phoning Home, which okay. is a PC game. Does not star okay. E.T. It does not star E.T., but it does star a little robot that looks like Wally. So, um, But I'm playing that for review. I'm also playing Kingdom Hearts 2.8 for oh, review. Yeah. When's that coming out, Drew? Uh, that's Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Jesus, on Tuesday as well. Mm-hmm. Tuesday <laughs> is fun pack day. I think this is the most heavy, heavily packed release date for even more than November. It's like I've Christmas. Seen. Yeah, Christmas in January. Mm-hmm. Can't uh, can't talk about those two, but I can talk about one game that I am playing for review. Yeah, uh, it is uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's called Ultimate Battle or something. Mega, battle. Mega Battle. Mega Battle. Uh, yeah, that's a um, that's a little Power Rangers beat 'em up game. Uh, When's the movie out? Is this time with that at all? Do you think? No, I don't think so. Oh, so it's a way off, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think the Power Rangers. Uh, they just released a new trailer for the Power Rangers movie, but I think it's coming out in the summer. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, this is um, it's a it's a pretty okay beat 'em up. There's a there's one issue I have with it, and that is, you know, when you're playing a beat 'em up and you hit the attack button and you press forward, you still kind of attack forward, like you slowly start moving forward while attacking. This game doesn't have that, so when you hit the attack button, you're just standing still, so you can't move while attacking, um, and that makes me miss a lot of attacks because <laughs> I think I'm close enough to a guy to hit him, but I'm not. And so it's, it, but there's, I mean, they've, they've got, it's like the old school Power Rangers, like the original cast, Jason, Zach, all those guys, Billy, and they brought them all back, remodeled them. They, they have like a really interesting art style. It's kind of like a, they got, like the, a, they got the voice actors and everything too. They reused dialogue from ah, the television show. That must sound <laughs> really bad then. Even the intro, like where Rita is like, ah, I can't do that voice or whatever. But they have all that in there, um, and it's basically like a cartoon version of the original television show. Um, okay. It's interesting. It's 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 fun. It's four player uh, co op. There are, there is no online, unfortunately. Ah, screw these games with these co op, yeah, man. I really wish they online. would stop that and just have like here have <sighs> online because it would be a blast online. Yeah, I guarantee yeah. it. Um, but you know, there, there's a decent little combo system in there. You can you can do regular combos. Just on the ground, you can, there's a uppercut that sends guys into the air. You can do air combos. Uh, you have uh, your laser gun, uh, which uses up energy, um, and you can also use your weapon, like um, you know, like the Red Ranger sword, uh, and it uses a recharge. There's like a yellow bar that every time you swing your sword, it takes some of the bar down, but then it recharges really fast. And those can stint, can be used for like uh, extending combos. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's colorful. It's nice. It's it's fun. I mean, there's there's um, parts where you know you're in like the Megazord, and you know you're doing like the big robot fights and stuff. Um, and those are kind of played out. Uh, part of it is played out kind of like a um, like a quick time event. But then there's other parts where it's almost like rock paper scissors. Um, you know, it, it, it's kind of like. Um, when you're in the mech in um, Trails of Cold Steel, mm-hmm. it's it's like that. So you have to kind of counter. Okay. With, got the guy. Got to guess what the guy's going to throw, and you throw something else. Kind of thing. That rock paper scissors mechanic, right? Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it's it's a pretty decent little beat 'em up. I think it'd be fun with four people, but unfortunately, you're going to have to have those four people sitting next to you. Mm. But yeah, it's just, it's got a lot of nostalgia to it because I'm I was a big Power Rangers fan when I was a kid, so. But uh, I played that. Uh, played um, obviously played Overwatch as usual. Excited um, for the uh, the patch coming out for the Chinese New Year's show. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a pretty quick turnaround there for for a new it event. Really is. Yeah. It's about it's, time Diva have, got a skin. I was, yeah, Diva has true. Diva's only got one extra skin, and that was from the um, the Summer Games. Yeah, the Olympic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I uh, played that. Uh, the other two games, like, see, I played a lot of review games. I played Mass Effect 2. I uh, played a lot mm-hmm. of that um, to get ready for Phoenix Down. Um, did you guys record yesterday? We did, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I got that episode. I'm going to put it in the Dropbox today, so we'll have that up for Friday. And um, But yeah, I, it's a lot of Kingdom Hearts. And uh, I played that Phoning Home game for a good amount, too. So, get ready for those. <laughs> Actually, phoning homes not even this week. I think it's next week. Oh, it's February something. It's February, yeah. So, but yeah, I'll have my review of uh, Power Rangers and um, and uh, Kingdom Hearts hopefully this week. Mighty Morphin, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. All right, is that it? Did, did you did you guys watch that growing up? No, no. too old. Yeah, I, no, that was I after did. my time. I was uh, a Transformers uh, GI Joe guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I don't I think I've told the story on the uh, the podcast before that it hit. <clears throat> I so when when the commercials were running, I remember thinking, "Man, that looks awesome." Um, and then the first episode came on, and my buddy that lived down the street from me and Bo and we both saw the commercials and thought it looked awesome. And then it came on the first time, and we're like, "Yep, this is horrible." <laughs> so we never watched. So we never watched it again. Yeah, going back to it, I think I think it's just I think I was a little bit not not a lot, but a little bit too old for it when it came yeah. out. Yeah, it, yeah. Going back to it, I've watched like some ep- oh, some of those old episodes as an adult, and I'm like, oh man, how did I how did I like this? Yeah, how did I like this? I went back and watched the movie again. Wow, that CG. Is bad. <laughs> well, so some things age well. Like I've noticed, I'll go back and like GI Joe is cheesy, but it's cheesy in a good way. Mm-hmm. Transformers is not bad now. He Man is. Whew. Oh He-Man, yeah, yeah. My, my friend used to love He Man, so uh, there was like an episode on. I was like, you used to watch this? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. it is. They've just put that on Netflix as well. That and Shira. It has not aged well. Like He Man is just. Oh. Is bad. Uh, the power of Grayskull. Oh God, whew, that's bad. Yeah, 
Uh, the, the movie, although has a great villain, Ivanus is a fantastic villain. And you can tell, because we went back and watched it like a couple of years ago. Me and my old roommates sat down and watched it together. It was like some kind of like thing that we did. And we were making fun of it the entire time. But I was like, if you listen to Ivan Ooze's dialogue in that movie, it's like he knows this is a fucking joke of a movie. And he's like making fun of it. <laughs> and it's so good. But yeah, no, it's, I, I'm actually really excited for the new movie. I think it looks really cool. Well, hopefully they do a good job with it because that nostalgia thing is it's hard to do. Yeah, it's it's, it's, like, it's hard to do. It's it's, it's going to be a really hard shelf for this generation because there's no nothing really to like Power Rangers on TV or any kind of movie. No. So this will be like a brand new thing for. That's the, not true because yeah, Power there, still comes there on. is a current Power Ranger. Oh, is there really? Yeah, Dude, they my son watches it. My son watches it every now and then. Yeah. Oh, Power I Rangers Dino Charge. Or okay. Dino Superchargers or something like that. I, I yeah. know on Netflix there's like 6,000 different Power Rangers shows. What happens is is that every season they change the Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. So it, it basically like they give the power <laughs> to another group of kids, and now they're the new ones, and they do it every season. Uh, they did it like – see, the first three seasons of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was like when I grew up, and then they, they transferred the power to these new guys – um, who was in the movie, uh, the first movie, uh, and then they called it, when they came back on television, it called Power Rangers Zeo. And that's when I stopped watching because I had already started getting up in age. Um, but uh, I do remember that was the first time they'd actually changed the seasons. And then after that, each season was a different group of kids. They changed the name of it and everything. Hmm. So no, that, that show has never stopped. That's it's crazy. still going. Yeah, wow, that's that's crazy. I thought they, they don't, stopped it in the two uh, thousands. The no. song now, it, it, the song now, um, and like I said, my son watches it every now and then. He's not, he won't like seek it out, but if it's on, he'll watch it. Um, the song now doesn't say uh, "Go Go Power Rangers," you Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It doesn't say that anymore. It says, yeah. uh, <laughs> "What's it say? Rangers forever." I can't remember what the end part of it is, but I just recognized that they stopped calling them Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That was technically only the Power first Rangers. season. Yeah. yeah. Although they brought like older guys back for certain seasons and stuff like that. I know Tommy came back a few times. So, I don't know. Right. Are you talking spent, about Power Rangers? We've now we spent way too long talking about I was going to say, we, 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 we talked way too much about Power Rangers. It's, it's fine. <clears throat> yeah. How about the new movie? No. Well, we mentioned it, but... Yeah, Drew was talking I'm, about I'm the, playing the beat 'em up the that, game came, that out came out this week. Oh, nice! Welcome, but, Gambus Con. Greetings, programs. Stop rubbing your balls on the microphone. It's okay. We're happy you're here too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it for me. That's it. All right. Well, I'm gonna put him right on the spot, Gambus. You play anything? <laughs> well. First of all, it's a new year. It is. And it's the year of the rooster. It's the year of the cock, yeah. Yeah, so... uh, (laughs) That's a chicken, but okay. Right up front. (laughs) Nice. So, uh, uh, let's see here. Of recent weeks, the only thing that really played of any, like, significance was the demo 
for a game that I'm really looking forward to picking up, and that is uh, Near Automata. Nice. Yeah, that game looks. That game is just incredible. I lo- I love it. Or I, I can already tell that's going to be a great game. Yeah, that's that's a uh, quality platinum, unlike Scalebound. Oh yeah! Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> too soon, Tim. That's yeah. That that is a bit too soon. Um, the amount of fan art and hype that demo generated is intense, and it's mostly There's... it's ninety percent panties. Of course. It Which is. demo? Near Automata. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's it's just refreshing to play a like a site like a cyberpunk uh, character action game where um, uh, where where you're from third person at certain points in the the game but then I really thought was cool where um, certain other points it would go into an overhead view and it would almost play like a uh, Geometry Wars type of uh, type of gameplay yeah, they had that in the first near. Um, the, is the book in it? Is Grimoire Vice in it? Um, no, there's no. Well, not yet in the demo, but there is something like Grimoire Wise, as in there's like a robot that follows you around. It's like a sentry. Okay. It floats around and it does the shooting elements of it. Have they said yeah. when this takes place? Um, they haven't said that I know, but then again, I've been kind of on blackout for like story related stuff. Gotcha, man. I have to like just say, near, what a fantastic game that was. Yes, yes. It was so weird, and like there's a dungeon in that game that's just a text adventure. Yep. It's so cool. Nice. There's a text adventure in Saints Row 4. This is true, but near came out first. Dude. Just saying. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, near was something special. Like I'm, in the still, way that, I'm still waiting on it to go backwards compatible so I can go back to it. I only made it to the first dungeon. It's yeah. it, You know, the thing about Nier is that as much as I adore Nier, it's a game that I have to see a lot of things before I can recommend to people. <laughs> it's one yeah. of those games. Yeah. But at the same time, if you have the patience, if you have the willingness to dig deep into a game, Nier is one of those things that will reward you handsomely for your yeah. patience. So cool. There's like, and then the way that game actually ends at the very end when you get the final thing. I've never seen a game do that before. Nah, no game has done that since or before. Yeah. Yeah. You you have to make a choice, and after you make that choice, it deletes your save. Oh, don't don't tell them, Drew. Come you on. Have, you have. Who's gonna fucking beat that game? I was gonna three say times at this over? point, I think the. the... <sighs> You have to beat that game three times in order to do that. You can you can get it in your second playthrough, technically. Oh, wow. Yeah, but anybody who's going to play that game is not going to get it in their second playthrough. Yeah. I'm just saying. At this point, just, those people have already played the game. It's, well, it's just crazy that they do that. I've never seen a game do that. It deletes your save, and it's like you that you have made your choice. The end. <laughs> I, nice. I, I, I guess. I mean, I don't understand deleting your save. There's a there's a significance in the story and uh, it kind of it's one of those things where you have to delete your own existence and what is your existence in a video game other than a save? 
So it's kind of a, an act of symbolism in a way. You delete yourself from uh, from the existence of these characters' lives in some ways, and it's it's very very emotional in a lot of ways too. Because you know, of what's you know up. nowadays you can just disconnect from the cloud. Am I safe still there? Yeah, I mean, there's workarounds. I mean, you can, still, you can still back up your saves and stuff like that. If, but there are certain things. Like, to me, if they went a step further and they say, like, we're also deleting your trophies, I'd be like, fuck yeah, do it. I would have loved that, but they didn't go that far. They just deleted your save, which is, you know. I guess so so basically everything you accomplished, you didn't accomplish, you got to accomplish it again? If you wanted to play through the game again. I sure, guess yeah. if you cared about trophies, that might be. Yeah. It, it would have been more impactful, is what I'm saying. Uh, no. They did that. I don't know. That impactful might be, you asshole. That's fine. <laughs> that's, that's a part of it. It's not It's not supposed to be an easy decision to make. That's the point. Yeah. All right. Uh, so anything else, Jason? Is that it? Uh, no, that's it. I mean, I played a little bit of several other games, but not really much to really talk about. Um, but, yeah, I just really liked the way that the game looked. I uh, really enjoyed fighting the uh, the boss at the end of the demo. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of sixteen uh, bit gaming, uh, specifically stuff like uh, like uh, Super Contra or not Super Contra, but like Contra Three or like uh, the uh, Super Castlevania, where some of the bosses might have like layers to them. Um. It's kind of hard to say, but it's like, did you ever, any of you play uh, like Legend of the uh, Legend of the Mystical Ninja? Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, it, it kind of reminded me of that type of mentality of gameplay, where it's basically just like let's just mix it up. Like this section right here, you know, you fight in a certain angle this section over here it turns into a different angle and you have to you have to mix up not just mix up your strategy but it mixes up the actual presentation of the action itself and i just think that that boss fight was just like i was like thinking you know if this is just a boss holy crap what 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 else is there in this game probably a lot of butts Probably. Android butts. Yeah. There'll be a butt but, tumbler. Yeah. I, I I think I think it's gonna be I tumble for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I I'm excited awesome. for Nier. I like character action games. That's my jam. Yeah. Yep, but uh other than that that's that's it really. Alright. John, you awake? Yeah, I'm still here. Hey, you bored? You sound bored. <laughs> uh, so I've not got a lot to say either. I played Mass Effect Two. Uh, it's a game, and it is a game, absolutely. Uh, that we discuss on Phoenix Down. Um, and then I played uh, some Killer Instinct Season Two because obviously that's free with uh, gold at the moment. Um. That's a big game. That's a big download. Yeah. Like 45 gigs. Huge. Well, it's been around for and, three seasons. Lots of patches. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, I'm not sure I completely get the shadow mode, shadow play thing, whatever they, whatever that is. Um, I 
don't fully understand it. It's a bit weird, and it seems to me it's like a microtransaction-y type of thing going on with it, but Shadow. I'm not really delved in. Are you talking about the single player and not the Shadow battle? No, the Shadow shadow something. It's it's a part of it. It's uh, It opens up and you've got missions, but you've yeah, got no, that's... craft items and things like that, and I'm thinking, well, maybe you've got to buy the items if you don't find them, and I don't know. Again, that's only what it seems to me on the surface, because I only played maybe half an hour of it. Um, So I'm not sure what the benefit of that mode is. Shadow Lord? Is it Shadow Lord? Shadow Lord, yeah. I I thought you were talking about Shadow Battle, where you build up your shadows and let them fight other people. I was like, there's no microtransactions in that part. No, Shadow Lords. Oh, the the, the thing where you're fighting against Gargos. You're you're meant to start that over. And over and over. What? You're you're meant to play until you die, and then you start over, and you keep everything, and you keep going. Oh, it's the roguelike. Yeah, you you start, you play, you build up your attack on Gargos, then you keep all your cards and all that stuff, and then you start over, and you do it again, and you just keep getting stronger and stronger. It's meant to keep going forever, since it's a technically a free to play game. So. Yeah, okay, I'm done with that then. Um, that just seems like too much hard it's, work. It's, it's an interesting concept, but yeah, you're right. It it didn't pan out like I'd hoped it'd pan out. I guess it's trying to take... It, well, maybe sort of take some inspiration from those challenge tower modes in Mortal Kombat, maybe. Like where you've got things that reset after a while and you all collaborate. I don't know. Yeah, it's know. there's a, there's a lot of stuff mixed in there, and then of course Microsoft's love for cards. So there's a lot of cards in there. And <laughs> it's it's a weird thing that's hard to explain to people, and even people who play it, like you have to really sit there and and figure out what's going. It's not a great mode, mm. it, it, but it is. It's them trying to add something to the game that wasn't there already because the game's been going on for so damn long. Yeah, and at this point, yeah, you're right. It's in the fact that it is free to play because they've given away season one. They've given away season two now. No doubt, at some point, season three will be on gold, probably in a year or so's time. And I guess it's something to keep them, keep people coming back. And if they um, if they would just keep doing characters, like they're doing characters right now, they're releasing them. I think there's going to be three or four released single. Piecemeal? They're not doing another season? Huh? Okay, so maybe you think Killer Instinct 2? I don't know. I don't. At this point, it's they've already added every character that's ever been in Killer Instinct. Hmm. There's nobody left to add. The characters they're doing now are, are new characters. So... Hmm, okay. I mean, it's an enjoyable fighting game, especially for someone like myself who's not very good at fighting games, because you've got the kind of combo assist options if you want to go down that route, which gets you kind of used to them. Um, it's very colourful, I think. There's some there's some cool characters there, for sure. Um, I do like the ring girl, the one who's, like, she's based on Samara from The Ring. So Hisako. she's sort of... Hisako. Hisako, that's it, yeah. Um, she's quite cool. Um, Fucking creepy. And, yeah, and... The, <laughs> And then there's uh, again I don't know the names of them, but the one that has like a, she's like a Aria robot is it Aria, yeah Aria A R I A yeah yeah she was quite good as well. She's got shotguns in her knees. That was, mm. Well, she's got <laughs> Aria is one of the most complex characters in the game because she has three modes. Yeah, and oh, each one okay. has a health bar. Yeah, yeah, each one has a different health bar, and they have different moves. 
okay. Yeah, each, so, each uh, character has a gimmick in that game. Yeah. They all have a different special ability or something that, that sets them apart from every other character. They're getting ready to add ultimates. Uh, Jago's got his, which are essentially finishing moves. Um, aren't they That's, you're based thinking on of stages a, as well? Well, there are, um, well, you're talking about ultras. There are ultra, ultra combos, combos already yeah. in the game, but they're adding something called ultimates, and Jago already has uh, his. Okay, because I, I was on some stage, and it, I did something, and it said stage <laughs> something, and then someone <laughs> threw, flew off the stage and yeah, there, fell there's, on the floor or something. There's four or five stages where you could do stage ultras, and you have to do a different combo when the character's in danger in order to trigger them. Yeah. Well, that was luck then, because I didn't know I did that. Well, you're you're <laughs> playing sort of you're playing on, on you're playing on combo assist, so that probably yes. is why it happened. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that's fair enough. That's yeah, a fun I game. Mean, it is a fun as, game as for free. For free, it's it's certainly very competent uh, fighting game wise, and you know it's fun. So I played some of that, and uh, I guess the only other game I played was Ratchet and Clank. Because I, it's one of those games that because I've completed it, I can just pick it up and go for another trophy. Try and find something else. Like uh, I, the other day I was playing it and I got Mr. Fancy Pants, which is basically level out Ratchet, a game up to level twenty, and then you've got trophies for like maxing out all of the weapons and things like that. And it's just a nice game to just sit down. I have to think about too much because I've got got all the collectibles, I've got all the cards in it, and I can just have fun with the weapons. And it's nice that you can do that. Uh, you not playing challenge mode? I haven't played challenge mode yet. No. What's that? That's after you beat the game and unlocks challenge mode. Oh, okay. I'll probably do that because the when I finish the first time around, I then just start the game, so I haven't gone to like a challenge mode version so maybe i'll do that i'm, I'm pretty much on the the last level second time around so i'll maybe do i, I take it that's like a harder version of it yeah it's yeah it's, it makes it a lot harder oh cool but then you keep your weapons and stuff yeah so you, you can, get to keep everything yeah. that you've unlocked i believe oh, well that might be worth a shot we get um uh get a little bit more value out of it because that game is it was on solid. my top 10 baby me too. Great game. I think it was on everyone's, which was nice. I think. A lot of people's, yeah. Great game. Mm, good. But that, that's really all I've been playing. I'm looking forward. To, oh, I played a bit of the Neo demo. Uh, <laughs> how, that, how that play out? <laughs> yeah, um, it's. I'm very interested in that game. I don't think I'll be any good at it. I think um, the comparisons to Dark Souls, which obviously it's going to um, incite, are probably justifiable. But it has got some nice little flourishes to it so you know the stances the you know the amount of weapons you can get there's a huge amount and i think the first time i played that with the original demo which came out a few months ago they you know you had your swords now you've got bows and arrows you've got shotguns you well, you've got guns you've got um this flail thing like a like a blade on a on a chain so there seems to be a lot of ways to play that game, and I'm kind of interested. I don't again. I don't think I'll be very good at it. Um, I don't think I'll probably complete it, but I'm definitely interested in giving it a shot when it comes out. And and again, that's not too far away either, is it? It's in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's so. a couple of weeks. I, I'm so still I'll waiting. I'm still waiting on one of those games to give me a punk ass mode, so I can actually play punk them. Ass. 
Oh, what you mean? Yeah, what you mean, like chicken mode or something? Yeah, like an easy mode for Dark Souls. Like as soon as it's one of those games, because I I love the aesthetic and the design of Dark mm. Souls. I love the bosses. I love the. I just I I can't do it. It's it's, it's hard. I, I know completely with you. And well, this is Team Ninja, and they did put that chicken mode in. In um, you, you know Ninja what's Gaiden. funny? I was I was talking. So... Yeah, I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. Like, Ninja Gaiden's difficulty doesn't bother me. Like, I know it's hard, but I can get through it. Dark Souls, for some reason, just, it just beats me down and I can't do it. It's, they're very different games. Um, challenging in their own ways. And I guess if any team were going to try and pay homage to From Software, I think Team Ninja was probably a good pick. Um, you know, because of their history with action, character action games and, and uh, toughness, I guess, but it's it, but, it looks uh, interesting. It looks okay. interesting. Did you play Bloodborne instead of like a Dark Souls game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've played Bloodborne. How far did you get in Bloodborne? Did you like Did you like that game more than Dark Souls? Or? I do like that game more than Dark Souls. Actually, that's oh. probably my favorite Souls kind of game. Neil is much closer to Bloodborne than it is to Dark Souls. Well, I'm, I'm more probably, I guess, I'm, yeah, more I'm probably gonna much tr- more fast paced. I'm probably going to try Neo when it gets cheaper, but there's no reason for me to pick it up at launch because I'll be playing other things. Yeah, I, I hear you. So, um, but, but yeah, do, I think do I'll give try it a shot. It's yeah, very, I think I'll, very different. Game. I think I'll try it in the summer, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I so that I I'm, I enjoyed that demo, um, and I'm, I'm definitely gonna. I think I've already got pre-ordered, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up. I'm gonna give them the money in, um, and see how far I get. Which probably is not very far. I know I know you like unlocking stuff for games. Um, if you beat the demo, they'll give you an item to carry over to the full game, man. Wonderful. Just that's putting, never. It's just putting it out gonna there. Happen. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna happen. You can do it. It's not that bad. You can do it. I I was doing okay. Um, like for the first forty or fifty minutes, I was like. Okay, okay, you know, I'm um, attacking, I'm backing off, I'm attacking, I'm swapping weapons out. And then I fell in some water and these blobby type things attached me, attacked me. Then I tried to run and there was a big beast that rolled a ball over me and I died. And I went, okay, I'll leave that for now. Um, Yeah, I'm not going to beat that demo. So (laughs) regardless of what they'll give me at the end of it, unless it's a a chicken mode that I get. Yeah. No, not quite. That game goes a step further. Instead of giving you an easier mode, they give you a hard mode. If the regular game isn't hard enough for you, there are this thing called Twilight Realms that make the remixes all the enemies and increases the level and the drops for that level. Mm. And um, it's basically like a harder difficulty. It's like basically putting a game on Torment compared oh, to like wonderful. Diablo. And <laughs> like the enemies get so much tougher, it gets crazier. It's awesome. It certainly seems interesting. Um, But this, I mean, the one I'm looking forward to this week is Yakuza. Um, Everyone seems to be glowing about that game. You know, Ken, I'm sure you'll talk about it. uh, Well, uh, I talked about it. I was actually allowed to talk about it last week. I wasn't here, though. So, um, you know, the reviews are incredibly positive. And it's one of those franchises that I've wanted to dip into. And this seems like the perfect time, being a prequel, so I don't have to worry about any of the story that may have developed through the first five or six games. <laughs> yeah, Yakuza's not a game you want to jump into mid-story after playing the mm. first one. And mm. um, So I'm already thinking that they're also bringing out like a follow-up to it. Or... Well, they're remaking the first one, which is Kiwami, right? Yes. Yes, Correct. that's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, so that's quite cool. And 
is it guaranteed to come to the West, or are they going to see how yeah, this Yeah, they already announced it. Yeah, they announced that announced and six are coming nice. to the West. Yakuza field That's good. Future. So awesome. I've got that on order. Hopefully that will turn up on launch day. Um, I'm going to give that a shot. I'm going to give that a real good go, because, again, it seems wacky and weird and <laughs> You fun. have no idea. <laughs> no, I, I think I think I'm going to love that game, John. Knowing the games that you've enjoyed in the past, I think you're going to like that game a lot. Wonderful. I'm looking forward to it. Do you just, do you just, have, it. just be prepared for Metal Gear Solid length cutscenes. No, yeah. that's fine. I that I never never had a problem with like lengthy cutscenes because it is always nice to kind of relax, especially after a taxing gameplay session. So you know, a lot of the time with Metal Gear Solid, it's after a particularly difficult or lengthy boss fight. I'm quite happy to put the controller down and go put a cup of tea on. <laughs> Although there's plenty of that in Yakuza, but you can't put the tea on because you gotta you gotta advance the conversation. Oh, okay. They're just oh, well. they're just talking. They're just talking. It's not. I love it when I love it when games do put an auto conversation on, so it just flows. You, you have so to. Don't have you to have press to, the button. You have to read it. Nah, damn it! It's like, all it's so, all in Japanese, or they don't talk. Um, I'm still gonna. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, you should. It's. I mean, you can hire a chicken as your real estate agent. I mean, what? Okay, there you go. See, look, yeah, oh. sold, sold, one hundred percent. There you go. <laughs> uh, okay, so Jay, you want to talk about some video games? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, well, I mean, uh, John just talked about Neil, and what I'll say about Neil is that I had the strongest turnaround from playing the alpha, which I called dog shit, from playing till the playing the beta, which I loved, and I played like fifteen hours into a demo. And that was insane because that game oh, wow. has so much content. Yeah, it had. So that you, as in you, played fifteen hours of the beta, yeah. the demo, or as in it took you fifteen hours to go. Th- like, I mean, I'm trying. No, it, it took me fifteen times? hours to get through everything. Oh, okay, because I didn't know whether you meant like, oh, I played it several times for fifteen odd hours. As if, to if that you game the came out for twenty dollars, I would have been like, yeah, okay, take my money. But no, that that was free. That was a beta. Wow. Yeah, I played it. But the thing about Neil, what I'll say is that it basically it just checks marks everything I like in games. Like I love Diablo, you know, randomized loot and stuff like that. You get really interesting loot, different kinds of weapons and armors that you can put on your character. There's like weight limits and different styles for stances. I love the challenge and depth of the Souls game. And this game feels a lot more like Bloodborne than it does the Souls because the dashing mechanic and the dodge mechanic is very, very quick. Your successive attacks are quicker than basically any attacks in Dark Souls. Uh, the way your stamina works with the timing of like the regeneration of the stamina, if you time your kind of regen button right at the same time, there's staggers and all these different things. It feels like there's maybe too many mechanics going on in the background, but... It all just fits. None of them is unnecessary. Everything just fits together really well, cohesively in this particular gameplay style. And it's just fantastic. And the new boss that they um, they featured in this uh, last chance demo was also pretty cool, too. So, yeah, full game. I'm 100% into this game, which is um, excellent, because we're not going to be seeing another Souls game for a long time, I think. Uh, I played a lot of Yakuza 5 in preparation for Yakuza 0, but I fell into the the trap of doing side missions instead of going through the main campaign. Yeah, so that's, started that's not going to work. Yeah, it's... I did his taxi missions for, like, six hours. 
doing like racings and picking up people and increasing his taxi level, which was all fun, but I didn't make too much progress in the main storyline, which was bad. Because I actually technically want to beat that game before Zero comes out, but I don't think that's going to happen anymore. I spent an hour doing UFO Catcher side mission yesterday. That was fun, but you made no progress in that game. Zero progress. I finished a side story. That's all I did. The side stories are good in that game. They're really funny. And uh, they reward you pretty handsomely, too, so I don't think it's a bad thing. But, yeah, I I know what you mean. You're never going to beat that game uh, in the next, like, two, three months unless you really keep at it. Nope. (laughs) I played more Watch Dogs 2, and there was a point where there was a bad checkpoint, and I lost 15 minutes of progress, and I I uninstalled the game and returned it to gameplay immediately. Um, I played uh, this game called Detention. Uh, a horror PC game. Have you guys uh, heard of this one at all? Detention. I've never heard of this game. <laughs> Why would you name a horror game Detention unless it's about being stuck after school? Eh, it kind of <laughs> is in a way. <laughs> you're you're trapped in the school to start from. So oh, okay. Well, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it's it, um there there was a t- uh, there was a period of time in ta- Taiwan uh, in the 1960s called the White Terror, where they were under martial law. And they really were, you know, kind of cracking down on different types of literature. And, you know, they were calling things like propaganda. So it's, it's almost like, you know, like Nazi Germany when you can have, like, uh, different types of things. And, like, books, if you read, like, a book that's not in their, in their list of qualified decent books, then uh, they'll, they might just, you know, put you in prison for life or they might kill you and things like that. So it's set in that time period. And this is horror game with this kind of, like, um, very, you know how like South Park is done with like cutouts of paper, right? Yeah, cardboard. Yeah, cardboard it, it kind of looks like that, uh, but with like water watercolor painting uh, influences to it, and it's very creepy. And the gameplay is actually pretty decent. Like you know, you have these indie games; they generally have really terrible puzzles. But this in this game, the puzzles are pretty self-explanatory. I never really got stuck anywhere, and it progresses pretty pretty smoothly. I think. Between the visual style, the, the atmosphere, and the story that they tell, it's, it's actually really neat. You can pick it up on Steam for like 11 bucks. The game is only like 3-4 hours long, but I think it's worth it. It's, it kind of came out of nowhere because uh, two people recommended it to me. So I checked it out, and I was very surprised. If you're, if you're looking for a horror game, I think uh, you I should think definitely you, check it out. I think you should wait till Tuesday. What? No, uh, I, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. I, I yeah. don't know. I haven't played it yet, so... Resident Evil 7, uh, I really I really hope that will be the new Resident Evil standard, you know, be that Resident Evil 4 all over again. And we're about to find out real soon. Yeah, but there's well, spoilers around there. I was going to say, there's people out there who have already told you. But <laughs> I don't... I, don't, I, I, not, stay, I stay away from that shit. Like, it's not, it's not hard to avoid. Mm-hmm. So, I don't want to yeah. know. I'll play it, so... It's, it's. I mean, once you, if you're listening to this uh, podcast, you're gonna be able to play that game tomorrow. So, yeah, let's that, definitely wait for that. Oh, if you are they gonna be having uh, was it midnight launches for that game? Well, I know tomorrow? some places are selling it at nine. Um, if you pre-order it, and then of course the digital versions will be live at midnight. And I'm sure some stores are gonna do a midnight store, right? Uh, probably. I mean, it's a big game, right? Yeah, it's it's Resident Evil. I mean, as much as people hated Six, that game sold gangbusters. So it did. It um, and uh, Drew, like, if you're not interested in buying the game because you don't want to, you know, pick up a pick up a new game uh, with all that stuff you got, you can red box it. 
It's gonna be on Redbox starting, I think, Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. So just just rent it for a day or two, because you know that game's probably not gonna be that long. Like two day rental will probably set 15, you up. I bet it's about ten to fifteen hours. Yeah, you could probably main like marathon that in like two days. No problem. I was I was thinking, I don't know. I was thinking I was gonna pick it up on PC. Um, that's also a possibility too. But <laughs> you can't Redbox PC game. <laughs> I know, I know. I was thinking because I, you know, I want to try something really new on my. On my PC, my new PC that I got, you know. Something that isn't Overwatch, yeah? <laughs> yeah, something other than Overwatch and Civilization Six, yeah. <laughs> he wants yeah, to, he wants to try one of those fancy, big-budget AAA games, you know. He wants to do one of them. Yeah. Tales of Berseria also coming out for PC on the same day as well. That's a possibility. Mm. Play your first Tales game, perhaps. Um, <laughs> the other game that I played a lot this week and last week uh, was Overcooked. Man, like you guys have heard of this game, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I've yeah. never played it because, it, like everything else, it's not online. So yeah, it's it's a couch co-op game, and you know I also scoff at that game as well, saying that like, oh, you know, who only needs a couch co-op game? But I, I do have friends coming by like frequently, so I figure like you know we watch movies and you know we watch sports and all that jazz, but it's been a while since we played like games. So I picked up Overcooked with all the DLC and stuff, and we started going like three-player co-op. And man, we haven't had this much fun playing a video game in a long time. Like, oh man, like the the pure chaos of people yelling at each other, like telling people what to do, calling out this and that about what recipes that we need to be making, like prepping this and that, and the way the the stages change and really get dirty. The things that they they make you do, and the obstacles that throw you away, like really ramp up steadily. So you're always prepared. But it still will take you a couple of tries to get that best score, and uh, we're we're having a blast. Like, oh man! Like, if you have some couch co-op buddies, get Overcooked. You're not gonna regret it. That is super fun. Um, and that's about it. I'm also playing Adelaide Shelley Plus for review, but um, not much to talk about. It's like basically the same game as the original without the bugs, with much worse frame rates because it's on the Vita. And not as well optimized, and some new story content, and that's it. All right. So Ryan. Yes. I was to say, are you still there? I am still here. Yes. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so um. Most, I'll say the big the the big thing that I played the most of this week for last. I um, I played um, with my son, Goat Simulator, the MMO simulator. Oh yeah, the one where you pick your classes and stuff. Uh, yeah, um, I I love those games. I think they're hilarious, and uh, uh, they're fun to play uh, with each other. I love the fact that in MMO Simulator you can turn into a giant T Rex, um, whose name is Old Goat. <laughs> um, the um, it's got a ton of it's got a secret cow level. Oh, of um, course. Called the not so secret cow level. Um, it's got a lot of, like, one of the cities in it is called Twistrum. Um, <laughs> it's got a lot of, like, right. uh, it's got a lot of references to Diablo and to, um, like, World of Warcraft and stuff like that. So, um, there's, a the mermaids in it are fish with human legs <laughs> instead of vice versa. So, it's just, it's got a lot of little stuff like that that, uh, that I tend to think is pretty funny. Um, so we played a decent amount of that. We also played, uh, MX versus ATV Reflex. Ooh. 
That's the which I remember. one, right? Yeah, which I remembered I owned. Um, and so we just basically drove around crashing into each other and trying to do flips and stuff like that, which, I mean, that game is what it is, right? Yeah. It's not... It's, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. It's, we, didn't, we didn't play any of the, like, single-player stuff. We just basically did free ride and messed around. Um, I played... What else did I play? Um, I guess that's probably we've 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 played some stuff on. Have you guys heard of Roblox? Yeah, yeah. So free to play, like kind of it's kind of Minecrafty, but kind of not. It's 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 like a um it's like a community, yeah. and um the community makes a ton. I mean, there's probably I don't know 250 games on there. I don't that's that might be an under underestimate or overestimate. I don't know, but um. Jacob plays it a lot because there's a lot of like fun free games. I tell you, when I was his age, if we had something like that, it would be dangerous. Yes, yeah, it's a totally uh, different world now. Like back in our day, we get yeah. one game a month or something that we rented, and like that's yeah. what you, that's what you played. Now these yeah. kids have like six. Bat- like my kid was complaining the other day didn't have any games. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the Roblox. I mean, there's you could just go on there and. There's you type in Star Wars and there's like 30 different Star Wars games that have been created that you can go play. So, um, and we played some of that, but most of my time this week has been spent playing the Blood and Wine expansion um, for Witcher Three. Damn right, which is gorgeous. Jeez, yeah. OP. Yeah. Um, it looks beautiful. Those, those um, colors, Ryan, that pop in once you enter that area for the first yeah. time, just. It's like you're looking at a whole new universe. It's, it's I love so the fact, and I, I wish, um, technology be damned, I wish there wasn't a load screen between it. Because I love the way when you, so when you start the expansion in um, uh, Velen. So it's, you're, you're in the normal world when you start the expansion. Um, and when you go to leave to go to the new area, the camera like pans up and kind of does a panoramic shot of Velen, so you can just kind of see how gray and dirty and war torn it is. And then when you start in the new area and you just kind of look out over it and everything is colorful and blue skies and beautiful water, it's striking the yes. difference. Um, the I mentioned that this expansion so far. Um, I'm probably halfway through the main story, um, and I've done some of the side quests. I've built, um, I've built and completely refurbished my um, my vineyard because you oh, get a vineyard. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, so it. that's so good. I love having the vineyard. Yep, and I love the fact that you've got you know like armor stands and weapon stands and stuff where you can hang some of the stuff that you've collected over the course of the game. Um, I think that stuff's pretty neat. Um. The uh, there's some really funny side quests in this. Um, there's a side quest where you have to um, retrieve a certain uh, piece of a statue. That I'll leave ambiguous for now. <laughs> um, there's a there's a mm-hmm. uh, an episode where uh, a painter decides he wants to paint a portrait of Geralt. And uh, the the difference between how you're posing when you take when he paints the portrait and how the portrait turns out is hilarious. 
Um, it's it's really good. And what I like about this expansion so far, there's a lot of callbacks to the books and a lot of callbacks to the first game. Um, so there's some enemies, Drew. You remember the the Kikimore enemies from the first game, like the big spider looking things? Oh god, that are yeah. a pain in the butt. Fucking hate those things. They come back oh, in this good. expansion. Um, there's also some callbacks um, to uh, just some of the stuff that happens in the first game. Um, there's a callback uh, to specifically to one one enemy. Um, and I, I mentioned on Twitter the other day that the um, a major character reveal in the books uh, got spoiled to me by the DLC. Um, which sucks a little bit, but I mean, it is what it is. I, the books, the, the game is set so far after the books. Um, I had to expect that at some point, some of this stuff would get spoiled for me. Um, so it's fine. Uh, but I've actually now had four things from, from the book spoiled, uh, for me by this DLC specifically. Um, the fate of two different characters, the nature of one character, and, uh, which, uh, which book are you on right now, Ryan? Because I'm also reading the books. I'm on um, uh, what's it called? Um, Baptism of Fire. Ah, all right. Yeah, so there's the, there's the two short story collections, um, The Last Witch and Sword of Destiny, and then the novel series, which is Blood of Elves, um, uh, Time of Contempt, Baptism of Fire, Tower of Swallows, and then Lady of the Lake. And um, two, three of the things that I've had spoiled for me, I think, either close out or are introduced in the book that I'm reading now. One of them isn't even introduced until Lady of the Lake, which isn't even out in English yet. Um, it doesn't come out in English till March. So, um, but it's not. It wasn't a major thing that got spoiled. It's just something minor. Um, so no big deal. I think. What what book are you on? Jay. I'm on the. I finished the uh, the last wish. Okay. I'm, I'm on the Blood of Elves. Did you read Sword of Destiny yet? Not yet. You should read Sword of Destiny. Yeah. Um, Sword of Destiny is the one that kind of explains the background and introduces Siri. Mm-hmm. Um. So you should. It's another short story collection, like the Last Wish. Um. But you should. You should read it. It's available in English now. You can also. It was. It was. It took a while before it got translated. So. Mm-hmm. There's probably a PDF copy of it floating out there somewhere. That's the Witcher Book Four, right? No, um, it's a short story collection. Sort of Destiny is. Really, I'm looking at Amazon right now, and it's, they're yeah. calling it the uh, the Witcher Four book. That's interesting. No, it, it um, unless that would that might have been the release order of it in mm-hmm. English, um, but it, it takes place before the novels. Okay, I'll look into it. Thanks, man. Yep. Um, so the um, the char- the the funny thing is the character um, whose um, nature gets spoiled is uh, uh, just got introduced in the book that I'm reading. So it was kind of like, oh, okay, well, that's what that's what his story is. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, anyway, it it's excellent so far. Um, just as good as Hearts of Stone. Um, I love the the um, the scenery. Uh, it's really good. I'm I'm really looking forward to finishing it. Do you want to <clears throat> do you want a really scary story about the state of video games right now? What? So when they sent me the review copy of The Witcher, 
somehow it glitched and gave me both expansions. No, oh, nice. Um, well, it was nice in thought. In thought. So since yeah. that game's gotten patched, I was playing it, and I was about, I'd say about halfway through Hearts of Stone. Never started any quest line in Blood and Wine. Mm-hmm. So apparently they fixed that glitch. Um, and I do have an official copy of Hearts of Stone, but the Blood and Wine expansion I never had an official copy of. Yep. I boot the game up. It tells me my save can't load because I don't have Blood and Wine installed. Oh, uh, God. Uh. That is terrible. Oh, so that sucks. yeah, like I never. Well, I'm gonna have to buy blood and wine. Well, I did. Yeah, I, I went ahead because, like, I'm. Oh, okay. I, you know, I'm like, you know, The Witcher's been so good to me. I given it twenty dollars is nothing. Yeah. So I went ahead and bought it, <clears throat> but knowing that I'd never touched that expansion and somehow the save file would not load without it, really bothered me. Yeah, that's frustrating. Yeah, that sucks. That's frustrating. So, Especially when it was their fault you got given the game in the first place. Yeah, I thought I had Not it. Like cheated the system. Yeah, exactly. I didn't cheat the system. They just gave it to me. So I'm like, yeah, I installed it. So I guess while I was playing it, since I had it installed, and technically the quest line was in my list, yeah. it thought I owned it. And now it's like, well, you don't have this installed, so we can't load your game at all. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> so yeah, I just That's... went ahead and bought it. And now with everybody talking about The Witcher, I'm thinking I'm going to go back. You should. Yeah. Yeah, you should. One of the best games ever made, man. Witcher 3, right there. So, um, anyway, the um, that's uh, that's mostly what I've been playing. I also went back and started, I mean, this is a mobile game, so I don't know how many people care, but just for consistency, or for completion's sake, um, I went back and started playing um, Kingdom Rush again, which I don't know how many of you guys have played that. Uh, it's a really good tower defense game, but it's also pretty old now. Um, but I go back and play that every now and then, just because... Uh, I don't know. I get into a tower defense mood. And <laughs> is it, that is it, that the game that has that uh, model as a spokesperson in those commercials? Is no. that the one? No, no, that's um, that's Clash Game of War. I game think or Clash of Clans, okay. one of the two. I think it's Game um, of War. Yeah. No, K- Kingdom Rush is a um, it's a true sort of tower defense game, but it also has heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got a hero on the battlefield as well that you can use to kind of uh, okay. Fight so there's, enemies there's more come. to it. Got yeah. It. Yeah, it's uh, it's like I said, it's the best. Um, I've played some tower defense games in my day, and that one I think is the best one I found. There's two sequels to it too, but I haven't played either of the sequels. So anyway, that's it. All right, I'll wrap this up. I don't have a lot to talk about. You know, normal Overwatch. Played some Madden. Played some different stuff. Um, but the game I picked up yesterday or day before yesterday. I've been playing quite a bit. Well, I did play a lot of Yakuza, but I talked a lot about that last week. Um, there's still a lot of that game to see and do. Just kind of insanity. Um, so I'm playing Gravity Rush 2. Mm, tell me your thoughts. Cool. So, I liked the first game. I thought it was good. Um, it's It takes a little while because essentially you're flying, but you're not really flying. Mm-hmm. So getting used to those controls takes a little bit. I like this game a lot. Um, there's a lot of diversity to it. There's a lot of really cool-looking environments. Um, the upgrade system seems like it's going to take 6,000 years to upgrade Cat. I, I, I did every side mission in that game to completion with, like, high scores and everything, and I was only about 70% done with her upgrading by yeah. the time I was done with that game. So there's a lot to do. I've, I've only upgraded three of the six once, and I'm four hours into the game. 
Yeah, it's gonna take a long time. Just pick, just pick the ones that's right for you. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't need the evade. I don't use the evade a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I upgraded the gravity kick, uh, the damage to my kicks. Um, also, I noticed when I finished, like I'm doing all the side missions in every area that I go to, which some of them are extremely tedious, and I'm some of them are fun. Like I enjoyed the the stupidity of taking the pictures for the old man. Mm-hmm. That was funny. Uh, the the, the, the paper delivery I didn't like because there's a timer and timers give me anxiety in video games. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of those challenge side missions. But once you start really going at them and trying to optimize the time, it's actually pretty fun because you're, you're rated against other people. And once you get a good score, you can actually send that score out to people and they'll get challenged by you. And if they can't beat your challenge, you actually get points. Like, you, you get it sent back. Like, it, there's a results screen that comes on the next time you log on. And the game's like, oh, this person challenged your score. And they'll tell they'll tell you whether they, pers- they won or not. And then they'll give you benefits, whether you win or lose. Win, obviously, more, but, you know, it's so, so nice. So how does the health and gravity system upgrade work? Because, like, I was just playing. Like, there's no telling me do this, this, and this, and you'll get more health. But, like, I finished a side mission. All of a sudden, it was like your gravity and health have increased. Everything you do has uh, an experience bar associated to it. All the side activities and the main missions as well. Main mission gives you more experience, but the experience bar is hidden. And after you do a certain amount of stuff, your health and uh, gravity meter will go up. There's no number associated to them, but you'll notice that you'll be able to just fly further, take more damage in the long run. It's after just a while. it's weird that that's not that's not clear to the player. Yeah, it's not it's not transparent. So, but no, other than um, it's. Like, the controls definitely take a lot to get used to because, like, fighting bosses, the, the camera will get twisted around. You know, I'm trying to hit them from the back and trying to fly Did you uh, turn the gyroscope uh, aspect of the controllers off with the camera? Or did you, are you leaving them on? Uh, no, I didn't know you could turn it off. Yeah, you can turn it off. It's in the settings for controls. And what you do is that there is the, the motion control aspect. Is There's a slider. And if you just turn it all the way down, that'll no longer be a thing that you have to deal with. Okay. People, some people like it, some people don't. I don't like I got, it. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. I liked it in certain situations, but I didn't in others because I like to put my controller down during like long flights or something like that. And then if you do that, the control, you know, the fucking camera goes buck wild. So I turned it off, and so turn it off if you don't like it. It'll be more consistent. Yeah, I, I think I'll have to do that because I, I certainly don't like motion controls, and when I. <laughs> the first cutscene, the, the the camera starts moving around. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, this game has motion controls. What the fuck, yeah. don't don't need it. You no, turned off. I don't need that. But no, it's it, the game is huge. Like it is. You start off in the opening area and you're just on the boats, and then you get to that first city, which is where I'm at right now, and like that city is huge. And then there's the like slum city underneath it. Hmm. There's so much shit in that game. Like, I played, like I said, for about four hours. I think I just finished chapter... F- well, what's it broken down into? Like, there's episodes and chapters? Um, yeah, it's mostly done in the episodes, I think. Okay, because I think but... I just finished episode four. Okay. Yeah, you got, a, you got a long way to go. But the thing about it, two things I'll say for everyone without spoiling anything... The if you find that the game is starting to get a little repetitive because of the limited options, the game opens up tremendously. You're gonna get two more different powers, and they augment your strength and weaknesses significantly. So it's gonna feel incredibly different when you get these powers, and you get them pretty soon. You're, you're starting. You're gonna. You're about to get your first one real soon, Ken. And the second one comes shortly after that. 
And also, the game ends and you're going to see a credit scheme. That's not the end of the game. There's still like five more chapters to go in that point. And what that game does is that it kind of tricks you into thinking that the game is over, but the best part of that game, like the best part of that story and how it, you know, it connects with the first game and kind of tells about how Cat's Origins and stuff like that can be accessed just by going through the world and talking to someone that pops up. And you'll be able to see where they are in the map and stuff like that. So just, just look into that. When the credits roll for the first time, the game is not over. Keep playing. That's it. Yeah, there's that, the, the first game, like this game dwarfs the first game in, in both size and scope and, and just like systems. There's just so many more systems in this game. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. It's it's how you do a sequel, right? You know, you build on the success uh, and what the original does well, builds it, uh, build it as a foundation, and add a lot of things to add variety, a bit more challenge, and some other stuff. You know? And it's it's visually it's beautiful, and the music is just fantastic. Oh, that, that, yeah, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, like I so the, relaxing. The, the title screen music is just like okay, I'm here. Like it makes you feel like, yep, here we are. It's Gravity Rush. Let's do this. But no, it's it's really good. I think if you enjoyed the first one, you should definitely check out the second one. But even if you didn't play the first one, this game's pretty good. And I, I, I don't know if I didn't download my save, but somebody was saying that you get a costume for having a save from the first game, and I have a save from the remastered version. I just wonder if I didn't download it when I downloaded the game on my Pro. Um... You probably don't have it on there if you don't uh, have the game like installed. So what you want to do is that you want to install, uh, you know, put in the disc for Gravity Rush, or if you bought it digitally, install the digital copy. And then from there, you want to use your cloud to, you know, get your save just from the directly from the main menu. And then it should see that you have a save and give you like three costumes. Oh, okay. Because I did get a pre-order costume because I bought it at GameStop. I got the white costume. Yeah. So... You get the was it the Fantasy Star Online costume too. That should also be included. Uh, with the save or with the pre-order? Because pre-order just gave with, me the white. With the pre-order. No, I just got yeah. the white costume and the soundtrack. Maybe that's a digital copy thing then. Yeah, okay. I got the white costume and the soundtrack. Which soundtrack? Ooh, soundtrack. That's yeah, nice. soundtrack's pretty nice. But no, I, I I'm really enjoying that game. I'm gonna try to play some more of that this week. What would you say? It's about twenty hours, twenty thirty hours. Uh, I did everything. Uh, it took me twenty five hours. Okay, so I'm about four hours in, so I'm about a fifth of the way through. I'd like to finish it before I start Resident Evil, but we'll see how that pans out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, that's that's what I spent a lot of time playing this weekend, that and Yakuza. I spent all day Saturday going back and forth between those two. That's some quality PS4 exclusives there. Yeah. You can't even play those games on PC, unfortunately. Nope. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about what's coming out this week. Uh, the PS4 is finally getting the touring test which has been out on Xbox One and PC for a while. Uh, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue, which is a bunch of words. It it sucks that Drew can't talk about it, because I I have some questions about that game. Uh, Motor Racer 4. (laughs) All right. I'm playing that, but I'm not able to talk about it until next week. I'm Uh, sure you don't have to say much, to be fair. You you turn left and right on a motorcycle. I can tell you that much. <laughs> right. uh, Resident Evil Seven Biohazard, which you know, I have to say that's the best name for those games in that series. Biohazard, yeah, Bio- because no. in Japan it's called Biohazard Seven Resident Evil, and it's fucking great. 
It's so great. <laughs> Why would they do that? Well, because it's called Biohazard in Japan. Why would they call it Biohazard Resident Evil? Why don't they just call it Biohazard 7? Well, because in America it's called Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. They, they should call, call it Biohazard Biohazard. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, Tales of Berseria. Is that this yeah. week? Uh, Yakuza 0. Man, hell of a week, right? This is a hell of a week, especially if you own the PS4, man. Damn. Uh, nice. Aqua Kitty Milk Mine Defender DX. Bingo! Don't know what Not, that there is. There you go. Not quite Resident Evil 7 notoriety uh, there. Curses and Chaos. Don't know what that is. Nope. Uh, Doodle God Ultimate Edition. <laughs> nope. Uh, Subterrain. Anybody? Subterrain. Nope. Don't know what it is. What was that? What was that game that I reviewed? Man, you played about uh, the girl and her brother trying to save her brother. Oh, you're talking about the the ocean game where yeah. like the city's flooded. Is that that? Is it? Or is that submerged? I submerged. Think is what that's yeah, okay. submerged is what it was called. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say that can't be this because this is coming out on Xbox One, and that's where I played submerged. Yeah, that's where that's where I played it too. Uh, the sun and moon. Pokemon. Not, not Pokemon. Just minus this, Pokemon. Just yeah, the sun and moon minus Pokemon. Okay. Uh, I think that's it for the big stuff. Uh, no, there's a PC game coming out this week. Most important release of the week called Bloody Boobs. Boobs? Spell boobs. that, please. Bloody boobs. B-O-O-B-S. All right. I, I was hoping it was a play uh, word or something like that. But oh, no, God. This is nope. what's wrong with PC gaming is the fucking flood of... Is that hey, on, Ken, is that on maybe Steam? that game is really good, man. You don't know. Damn. Is that on Steam? Yeah, it's on Steam, baby. Bloody Bloody boobs. boobs. I'm looking it up. Please Oh, my do. God. <laughs> oh, my... Oh, don't don't Google bloody boobs. No, well, of course. But, did you do that? Yes, I just did. Oh, what is watching, wrong with you? I'm watching the intro video of this. Oh, my God. It's like Skyrim, but with women who are scantily clad. Oh, my God. You mean it's a really good game. Come right. in. Did so you, I'm, I'm going to start at the beginning. <laughs> work in progress. And then it ah, pops up. It shows a woman running naked. Thousands yeah, it will of always be a work in progress. <laughs> okay. Let's see here. Four girls, and then it shows somebody changing out their bikinis. Oh, God. The description is, imagine that you are a young, beautiful girl with a tasty body. I, 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 I imagine that one thing every day. You're perfect <laughs> for a human sacrifice for an ancient god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? You pre-ordered the game. You know what? I, I'm, I'm on the page now. I'm clicking buy. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's how much this. is this fucker? I don't know. Tell me how much is it. I don't know. It doesn't say on the Steam page? It, it doesn't say. Man. That's weird for a game that unlocks in four days. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Uh, let's uh, let's do news. Because I'm tired of talking about bloody boobs. Uh, Division 1.6 update is this week. And if you don't care about the Dark Zone, this change is not for you. Um, it adds the final DLC pack. Which is the uh, the dark zone? They're adding, th- I think, three new areas to the dark zone. Uh, they're adding a new difficulty option called Legendary. Have fun with that. Oh boy! Mm. Uh, and a just standard division updates, balance changes, you know, loot stuff. Now this one is simultaneous. Yes, um, this one is not exclusive with Xbox and Xbox. PS4, isn't it? Yes, because nobody cares about the dark zone. 
<laughs> so Mike, Microsoft was like, well, we're not paying for that update. Okay. What is the DLC called? Uh, I don't remember the name of the DLC. Is, is it? it? Oh. They're just calling it 1.6 in this new story. So. Is it just the patch? It's not DLC? No, it, it, is the, it is the final DLC, which adds the three new areas to the Dark Zone. Uh, oh, is that Last all Stand. Last Stand is what it's called. The last Stand. Yep. So there you go. Uh, speaking of updates, Overwatch is starting a new event on Tuesday. The yeah. Year of the Rooster. New skins. And I believe this is when the Roadhog slash um, Anna patch is going out. Yeah. Which yeah, is probably. good because the Roadhog through the wall hook is getting a little annoying. Yep. So, the Roadhog man. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil is not coming to the Nintendo Switch. Really? What a surprise. I think this is going to be the big news story for sites now. This game is not coming. This game is not coming. Because let's be fair, most games are not coming to the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> well, FIFA. Yay! The 360 version of FIFA, by the yes. way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious, because they wouldn't even... Like, I Somebody <clears throat> tweeted the after, and I was like, well, can you sort of pin down exactly what is going on? It's going to be unique to the Switch, in other words, the same way it was for the Wii, uh, which was basically the older versions. Yeah, mm. brilliant. I saw the I saw the comparison screenshots of Dragon Quest Heroes between the PS4 and the Switch. Yep. Ouch. Yeah. Just ouch. Really? It's bad. It's it's it really, is. it's really pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think generation that, gap. Yeah, I th- I think it's a case of you're going to be buying the Switch for the games that are made by Nintendo solely <gasps> for that console. What a shock! <laughs> yeah, amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Thank God you. So, thank God we've all got other consoles. I just I think it's funny. Like who who's buying the Switch to play Steep? I mean, really? I mean, um, I'm personally getting dance. it to play Skyrim. You know, that, <laughs> Which is that not even... New game, it's it's uh, not even... It it's not even the 360 version of Skyrim. It's not the special edition. Don't, it's its own it, game. And Wait, does it, does it not come with the DLC and stuff? No! Are you serious? It's just Skyrim! Wow, that's sad. Lame. Anyone who pays 60 bucks for that needs their heads, heads examining. Unless, unless they have no other way of playing it, but no one's no one's buying this as their main console. I was about to say, buy you a 360 for 100 bucks, and you'll yeah. have a shit ton more than just Skyrim to play. Yeah, we've all known the Switch is a Nintendo machine. It's going to be a Nintendo machine. Let's leave it at that. Um, what else is going on? If you get a, if you buy an Xbox One at Target this week, you get a free copy of Madden 17. So there's that. Uh, Nintendo Switch is predicted to sell 40 million systems by the end of 2020. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? Who, who made this what? prediction? Uh, it's probably well, what, it's an analyst, would be my guess. 40 million's not. That's not really. That's, that's never going to happen. I mean, you look at the fact that Xbox has just crossed over 24 million in in three and a half years, or three and, and a it's, years. And it's outpacing 360 at this point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And people are expecting this to be 40, 40, 40. in four years? That's, that, that's <laughs> no, three, three, three years. Three years. Oh, three years. Yeah, they're on drugs. Put, put that into perspective. Uh, like, Nintendo 3DS has sold 60 million in five, no, six years. And that game, that thing sells every month, like, consistently well. 
Yep. So, so that's going to be know, a tough sell. It was never that price. You know, it was always cheaper. The Switch who the fuck, is... Who the fuck said that? Uh, I don't know if I can bring up the article. Was it was it Nintendo that said that? <laughs> no, not even Nintendo believe that. Uh, apparently the Wii U sold 13 million over its first four years. Mm. Yeah, that's true. This comes from research firm DFC Intelligence. Not much Art. intelligence going on there. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they're they're overselling that yeah. aspect of it because I want to yeah. see some data on where they needed. Directors. They needed hits on their website. They made up numbers to to yeah. get clicks. Yeah, the Wii U has yep. to date sold three point thirteen point three six million units today. That's that way more than I thought. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's bad. That's yeah. That's bad. Um, PSVR's YouTube app now lets you watch movies in 360 degrees. Still waiting on that Pornhub app, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> Pretty sure there already is a Pornhub app, isn't there? Not on the PS4. I don't know if they can get it. No, Sony don't app. like it, do they? Yeah. Right. <clears throat> uh, EA added two new games to the Access Vault this week: Battlefield 3 and Battlefield Bad Company 2. That continues to be a fantastic value. I can't wait for that. Give me more. More free games. Dragon Age next. Uh, the Switch will not launch with Netflix or any other streaming services at launch. <laughs> uh, the Switch is barely an actual console at launch. So, uh, Like a Netflix app would have been very good. Like I use my Netflix app on, you know, obviously my phone. But sometimes if I'm, you know, if I'm playing like a Vita or something like that, uh, it also has like a Netflix app, which is actually pretty good. Really, you know, well, nice UI, we'll, works well. We all know that you're all going to be carrying your phones with it because you're mm-hmm. going to need to to chat. So that's where you watch Netflix. No, nobody's yeah. going to carry their phones to chat on the Switch because nobody's paying for that online. Let's be fair. No, that's true. <laughs> um, and, and if I was going to chat with somebody while I was playing a Switch game, why would I use the app? Why wouldn't I just call them? <laughs> Yeah, Skype, WhatsApp, you know. Skype from Facebook, Facebook Ken, you wouldn't be paying Nintendo money if you were to do that, though. So, I mean, you don't want to do that. Oh, heaven forbid. You've got to give Nintendo some money. Heaven forbid. I'm trying. I've given Nintendo $300 in March to play Zelda. I think they got Uh enough out of me. Well, $360 doesn't come with Zelda, so, you know. All right. Um, Killing Floor 2 got an update this week. Added a new map, new weapon, uh, new enemies, bunch of stuff. It was a big patch. Um, And it was all free. So, uh, the, the the new story that gave me the biggest boner of the week Injustice 2 beta sign-ups I went out mm. and signed up for that I signed up Yeah I'll play that game as early as I can I don't care When's it out May isn't it? It's out in May and also on Tuesday They're doing a stream mm. They're starting a new stream series for Injustice 2 It's called the Watchtower stream Oh, okay. All right. That's yeah. cute. <laughs> I'm a, I, this is you know how I feel about this game. I, I, I'm reading that game, right? I call dibs on it, right? <laughs> yeah, you can kiss my <laughs> white ass. <laughs> you know what's funny is I've already pre-ordered the game, so <laughs> the the review copy is just allowing me to have it digitally and yeah, get it yeah, early. <laughs> We know how you feel about that game, man. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, here's a really cool story. Diablo-style RPG Path of Exile is coming to Xbox One in 2017. It will be free to play and contain all of the updates and, and uh, expansions that have been released to date. 
It's actually a really good Diablo clone. Yep. It yeah. is it's actually terrific. And also, as long as they get the controls right on the controller and make it work properly, that's going to be a hell of a game on, yeah. on the consoles. Yeah. I highly suggest that game to anybody. Same. Man, that skill tree oh, ho, ho, ho. is nuts. Oh. <laughs> it's like a fucking spider's web. Yeah. It just goes on and on and on. Imagine the sphere grid from Final Fantasy times 50. I was going to say, you kind of have to when your game doesn't technically end and they want you to keep playing it, right? Yeah. Uh, Ukulele announced this week that they're going to have multiplayer modes, local multiplayer modes. Uh, I believe there's like 10 different games that you can play. Looks neat, but that's not why I'm here at Ukulele. But it's still a cool addition. Uh, Ultimate Marvel Capcom 3 has been dated. It's out in March. Physical copies. Uh, Obviously, the PS4 version digitally is already available. But if you want to buy it on disc... That will be available in March. Um, the Division movie. <laughs> they're, they're making a live-action movie out of that? Yeah, and it's being directed mm-hmm. by Stephen Gaghan, who won an Oscar for Traffic, and it stars Jake Gyllenhaal. Really? Really? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So well, he's done video game movies in the past. Yeah, that, that Prince of Persia movie Prince lit of up Persia. the... Lit it up. Let me tell you. I actually, I haven't watched that yet. Anyone see that Prince of Persia? I've movie? never I seen have. that movie. It's it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's, it's, not, it's not, not like bad. a fucking train wreck. Okay, that's no, not no, it's, it's not a train wreck. And it's got, it's got some Ben Kingsley's good in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not bad. It's no, also really. worth. It's also worth noting that it was the, um, the biggest success video game to movie conversion before Warcraft came out. So. Oh. It Did anyone watch most... Assassin's Creed, by the way? I forgot about God, that. No. no, I haven't seen and it what? yet. I want to see it. Like, I'll see it when it gets on, like, Netflix or, like, maybe a Blu-ray release or something, but I haven't seen it yet. No. Mm. Uh, Battleborn got its big winter patch this weekend. I actually booted it up because I wanted to check it out because I don't hate that game. And uh-huh. then I got wrapped up in something else, so I didn't get a chance to play it. Yeah. Uh, Micro Machines is coming back. <laughs> That's the epitome of Battleborn. It is. It's so sad. <laughs> I got wrapped up in Southern Hells and didn't play it. Yeah. Uh, Micro Machine just coming back. It's uh, releasing this year on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And it's being made by Codemasters. If you ever... it's, that's the PC version. The cool. console version is being made by Just Add War. Oh, I'm, whatever. Well, just saying. It's, I'm sure it's the same fucking game. Oh, go. I'm sure. Absolutely. <laughs> But if you ever played the old Micro Machines games, those were pretty fucking great. Um, Final Fantasy. You can now play as Ariana Grande. In, well, the singer? Yeah, in Brave Exvius. Uh, huh? It's a mobile of game. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You can play as her. It's, she's, she's That's called, a weird cross-promotion. She's called Dangerous Ariana. I don't understand the cross <laughs> thing because are Final Fantasy fans fans of this singer person? Did she sing a song in a Final Fantasy game or a movie? I think she I think she did a song for fifteen. Did she okay, that makes more sense then if that's true. I don't, it's still I don't, it's still weird. I don't I've it never is. heard a song she sang. Sorry. Me neither. I don't know if she I don't know her. I've seen her in that commercial where The T Mobile commercial? The T Mobile commercial where yeah. they drop her off in the desert. She's wearing bunny rabbit ears on the cover of her album in that commercial, which really kind of freaks me out. Is that is that her like thing that she wears bunny ears all the time? I don't think that's her thing. Maybe mm-hmm. that's just one thing. Okay. Kind of like how Lady Gaga wore like a meat suit 
Well, Lady Gaga's thing is that she's crazy. I, want to, and that, I mean, how can, you not, well. how can you not watch the Super Bowl knowing she's doing the halftime show? I mean, just think of the weird... Yeah, it, it is a spectacle. I'll give you that much. Yeah. Uh, former Limbo partner, uh, Inside Dev CEO, uh, left the company. Uh, Dino Patty. So. He's probably got other plans. He got $7 million after his split. Well, he do. He's done all right, isn't he? $7 million's probably not a lot, considering how much well, the yes, team's made. <laughs> well, it is a lot, though, isn't it? If well, it's a lot person. of money. I'm not saying it's not a lot of money. I'm just saying. One person to make that much money out of those two games is probably quite nice. Uh, Towerfall Ascension is finally coming to Xbox One, if anybody cares. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Super Mario Run is hitting Android finally in March. Uh, by the time that game hits Android, nobody's going to care. A <laughs> uh, bunch of new Fire Emblem games were announced this week. Nintendo did a Fire Emblem Direct. There's, uh, they showed the mobile game. Uh, they showed the now, who's, who's looking forward to Fire Emblem Warriors on th- the new 3DS? Yeah, they're doing that. Um, <laughs> good. And there's a new Fire Emblem game coming to 3DS with free roaming and 3D dungeons as well. I'm actually excited for that. Yeah. Game. Didn't too. they say it was like a remake of like or a reimagining of an early mm-hmm. game? Yes. Yeah. Um, this is really cool. Uh, but finally, uh, the the Play Anywhere system is coming to third-party games. Resident Evil Seven. If you buy it on Xbox One, you also get it on PC and vice versa. So that's yeah. pretty cool. That's that's good. I that's one of the things I really like about the the cross buy stuff. For uh, Sony started doing that and they just kind of stopped. Yeah. And I'm glad that you know Microsoft is kind of taking the helms on that one and just kind of doing it all across the board for their well, uh, Xbox One games and PC. Yeah, I hope they get more third party support because third party support for this would be huge. Yes. So. Um, I think that might be all the big stories, unless there's something I'm forgetting. Uh, Ubisoft did buy the DGA Hero developer from Activision. So there's that. Ah, okay. Which they made made two really good games. They made DJ Hero, and then they also made Guitar Hero Live. DJ Hero (laughs) is the game that came with the the little turntable, right? Yep. Do we think they're going to... Put them onto like Rocksmith and maybe make a new one of those. No, no. Rocksmith is its own no. thing. Okay. Um, uh, of course, I got to sneak in this one last piece of news: the Injustice Two Special Edition was revealed. It's a hundred bucks. Comes with nine DLC characters, which is essentially two season passes, uh, three character swaps, um, which are like whole new. Ki- I don't know why they're not just making new characters unless they're just keeping the same move set. So, like, Supergirl becomes Power Girl, Hal Jordan becomes Jon Stewart, and Flash becomes Reverse Flash. Do they, do they at least make the characters dramatically different? Yes, they're, I mean, visually yeah. they're dramatically different, and they got new voice actors. But, I mean, like, but, on the way they play, that's more That I don't know. That's why I'm questioning why they're not just separate characters, unless they contain the uh-huh. same moveset. Uh, that's a that's a huge deal. They have to be, like, different, you know? Cause... Well, that's, they're not being touted as new characters. They're being touted as skin swaps. The new character, yeah. there's nine new characters in the pack, and I, we don't know who I would, they are. I would guess they are. I would guess they have the same move sets. Yeah. I wouldn't guess that they're different move sets. Otherwise, they'd be advertising that. Yeah, because if you think about it, those three characters would probably have about the same 
powers. Yeah, but I mean, like, Evil Ryu and Ryu both throw fireballs, but they're still drastically different characters. It would have been nice yeah. if they put in a little bit of extra effort, because obviously Power Girl's not as strong as Supergirl. And you might not have the same like attack and all that stuff. I don't know the lore. Of these well, I just but, I just wonder yeah. if they're doing this to kind of be fan servicey to add more characters to the roster without making them completely new characters. That's, I mean, because yeah. let's let's be fair, John Stewart and Hal Jordan, how different would they really be? Uh, mm. pretty pretty different, I think. Really? Do you I, I think, think? I mean, I think their move set might be the same, but. I think the way that they would act and behave during battle would be different. Well, that's they they are doing that. They are they are okay. changing the voice actor and the dialogue for the character. But aren't their powers the same? Because they yeah, they both have the ring. the ring. Yeah, and the Flash and Reverse Flash are both speedsters. Yeah, and Supergirl and Power Girl are both super strong flying characters. You know. I, I I guess it's just what it is. Like the new characters will obviously be new, which there are nine of them. I'm assuming that counts Darkseid, which is the pre-order. Is he a pre-order? Yeah. 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 So I'm assuming there's going to be two combat packs or or character packs of four characters each. I I hate pre-order characters and and content that's worthwhile. And but fucking Ed Boon's been doing that for ages, so he has. But he always packs his initial game with enough content (laughs) that unless you play it, you know, competitively, you don't need that stuff. It's just yeah, with with. Ten, it was Goro, and that was that was a bit underhanded because Goro's like a a popular character. It's not as if so, he's a new. So character is Darkseid. Or... Darkseid is one yeah. of the most popular antagonists in the Marvel. I mean, uh, DC universe. Uh, I'm not saying it's a good practice, but it doesn't really bother me. Cause yeah, because yeah. you pre-order anyway. I'm gonna fucking pre-order that game. <laughs> yeah, because you're, you're gonna you're gonna have it. I mean, it's, I mean I, and truth be told, even without Darkseid, I guarantee you that everything that's packed into Injustice 2 will be more than worth $60. If if NetherRealm's track record has anything to say about it, there's their 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 content that they pack into the initial game is is ridiculous. I'm gonna I'm gonna rent it. I'm gonna play through that story mode. I'm gonna have a good time and then return it. That's what I do with those games. Oh, that's fine. You want to play inferior yeah. fighting games? That's fine. <laughs> uh, let's do a couple emails. Uh, Sean sent us an email about Assassin's Creed. It says Assassin's Creed disappoint. Uh, sorry, this is an older email. Uh, I just I'm now getting around to reading some of these. He says, uh, "Hope all is well and everyone had a good Christmas." I uh, just figured I'd chime in with some of my big disappointments with the Assassin's Creed movie. Of note, I'll try to keep it spoiler free. Uh, if I run into anything in here that looks like a spoiler, I will not read it. So, I uh, just figured I'd chime in. Uh, I'm sorry. First off, let me say it wasn't a bad movie. If you weren't familiar with the game, uh, I think the movie was well acted, well directed, and had the style of the game. However, this game was a bit disappointing. If you were a big, um, this movie was a big disappointment. If you were a big fan of the game, um, first off, the animus. No spoiler, as this was in the trailer, but it's fully used, uh, attached to the user to engage with them. While I didn't want to hold it against the movie at first, in the end, this was probably the thing I hated most with the movie. Constant jumps back and forth into reality, then back to combat, just so the normal audience could understand he is reliving the memory. This is dumb. It's like they said, we can't just plug them in like the game. That's too much like the Matrix, and they decided they had to change it. It's sad because all the money that went into doing those effects could have just went in to other things in the movie. Uh, ironically, to me, the movie had subtitles, whereas in the game, all of the old stuff is in English. I wish the director fought for the game's integrity like he did for the subtitles, I'm sure. 
Uh, really wish they would have adapted the story of the game, but I won't complain about that too much. Again, it is a decent movie, just depressed by the big annoyances. Okay, hmm. that that sounds about what I what I've expected from you know a tie-in movie of that nature. Uh, next email comes from Daryl. Excuse me. Uh, he says, "Hello, guys. Love the podcast. Just want to mention a few things. I picked up the game Reigns the other day, based on your recommendation during last week's podcast. What a unique game! Every game is quick, and you learn a bit more about each reign. Each card or decision you make is like uh, is a year of your reign by swiping left or right for your choice. One of my reigns lasted three years. One lasted eighteen years." Your successors continue on, much like the Knights and Rogue <laughs> Legacy. In order to build up a successful empire, it's not like Civ Six, but more like Tender. I know it makes no sense, but try it. You'll like it. Yep. <clears throat> Great game. Uh, now with the Nintendo Switch announcement coming in a bit over a week, well, that's... Well, <laughs> it's a little old. Um... I'm a bit unsure about the launch as one who tried to get an NES Classic on Amazon and spent over an hour trying to put one in my cart and got shut down. And as one who has been searching daily online for one but have not seen any, I think Nintendo sucks balls. Uh, There's just not been many available. It's not like there were millions out there and all got snatched up. No, only a handful got delivered to stores. And as far as I can tell, no more got sent to Amazon. I check daily. I don't know anyone who got one, and the only ones I've seen are reviewers who got their hands on one. I seem to remember that Nintendo screwed up the launch of the Wii and botched the supply of Amiibos as well. I don't see a lot of faith in their ability to pull this launch off. If they treat the Switch launch like the NES Classic release, Wii, or Amiibos, then it will be a massive failure. Uh, Just to be fair to you there, uh, the NES Classic, the Wii, and the Amiibos were all not failures. (laughs) Uh, It seems that many are frustrated with Nintendo, and if they pull the same crap again, then they will seriously hurt their reputation. I know I am about done with them. Hmm. Uh, and lastly, as far as the death of a game creator being mourned in the same as an actor or musician, it will never happen. Uh, Miyamoto is really? the most famous game creator, yet the general public does not know his name nor what he looks like. Uh, the same problem lies for writers and directors for the most part. They will say, oh, he made Mario, and move on. No one would care. We grew up alongside actors for decades, watching their characters and their stories. We look back at points in our lives when a singer sung a song we loved, and even remember the video. We recall a time and place when we first heard a particular song and a certain album. A video game is created and developed by numerous people, but an actor or musician is front and center. No game creator's death will ever be mourned like David Bowie, Prince, or Carrie Fisher. That's why you usually only see actors or musicians when you see a list of those we lost. Someone like Miyamoto would be on that list as a contributor to pop culture, but you definitely would see more Mario from Nintendo, but not more Carrie Fisher's Leia. Unless they use CGI. You know, the thing about that is that when, uh, you know, Mr. Iwata passed, there was a huge, huge, it was a, it was a big deal to a lot a big, of people. It was a big deal amongst yeah. the people that we follow. Yeah, that's, that's true because, yeah. you know, I mean, we're, we're on Twitter and stuff like that. But, you know, when I, when I put on like articles and news and stuff like that, it's, it all comes down to like the oversaturation of like the news and what you're looking for in general. So we are all, we all get like catered news. That we care about, right? Exactly. So yeah, so we we get that. So I understand what you mean from a mass appeal kind of way, but at the same time, like I don't know, it's it's difficult to think to think to quantify because it, in the end, it doesn't matter how other people feel about something as long as you feel a certain way, right? Yeah. So 
I don't know. I, I think I agree with that aspect of like, you know, Carrie Fisher was on the front page of Yahoo and, and probably like Time Magazine. Like Miyamoto will probably never get that if he dies. You know, you think so? I think he, I think he will. Um, I think he will. I think I, he'll be on. I don't know. I don't think he would be like on the cover of Entertainment Weekly or um, uh, like a pop culture. Um, I, I think something like Time or maybe even Forbes, he, he could be on the cover of. Hmm. I don't know. But I, I do think that it would be the outcry will, would, would be probably the, would be hands down the biggest of any, any video game, um, anybody associated with video games. And I think it would be, it would actually be pretty significant. Here's here's an interesting aspect that we continue to use Miyamoto as an example. Uh huh. Is there really even a handful of other people that are even on that level? No. No, there's only a handful. That, that's what I'm saying. Is like there's not enough of them, which is sad because I mean, yeah. If you look at all the games that are out there, there are people out there who are responsible for a lot of them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, there are people who I mean, even Iwata. You know, he's he's famous for Kirby, he's famous for fixing Smash Brothers, he's famous for running yep. Nintendo, but even he didn't make an impact in, in pop culture news when he died. You know? You won't see yeah. him on late night TV's Who We Lost in 2016 montage. Uh, well, the thing is, like, I don't watch this, I don't know if he was or not, you know? But, um... Yeah, it's just a, it's just a grim thing to talk about. I, don't, I really don't like talking. No, about no, it. it's, it's, I don't. It's I don't like, either. I'm just. It's I'm not just, a fun thing. I'm just trying to understand. You know, if I, I think I agree with him, I don't think it'll ever be like that. And if he had been on one of those late night things, you know, we would have known about it because, like you said, we have our thumb on the pulse of that that industry. Mm-hmm. Somebody would have seen it and pointed it out. So. Anyway, moving on. This next email comes from Mark. He says, hey guys, Nexus 530 from PSN here. Been listening around for uh, for around 10 years now, uh, but been Jeez. a while since my last email tweet. Hope you're all well. Uh, I'm not usually one for fancy dress at parties. It never really appealed to me, and I thought I'd feel too silly to really enjoy myself. However, ha- I think having kids changes you. Uh, and when a New Year's fancy dress party invite presented itself, I thought, it, New Year, new me. I managed to convince Mrs. Nexus to go with me as the Mario Brothers. I was Mario, she was Luigi. We both looked awesome and had it all covered, from white gloves to the mustache. We got in the car, drove to the party, it was so much fun, we had people laughing at us uh, when stopping at red lights, and it was a good feeling like I was really, like I was going to really get into it, especially after a few beers. And that was, and that was missing, and all that was missing was a few banana skins and some shells to throw at other cars. We arrived at the party, which was sports and social clubs set, uh, set back from the main road and its own private car park. As we parked up, there were lots of people stood out drinking and smoking. I got out of the car, dropped my wallet, so I went to pick it up. As I did, split the back of my Mario overalls, oh. tore right open. Oh, man. Uh, right, shame. right through my ass, cracking up my back. <laughs> this, uh. was, this was met with huge laughter and applause. Back in the car then, <laughs> party over. Are, are you guys fans of fancy dress? What's the best or most favorite costume you own or have been somewhere as? Uh, and have you ever been out as a video game character? Mm. Uh, that one's easy for me. Because um, I I can dress up like Kim from King of Fighters like anytime I want. 
because I, I have the gear and everything. So whenever I have to dress up, I get in my Taekwondo gi and then you know do my do my hair part ways, and I'm like, fuck, I'm Kim. Boom, I'm good. Do you, do you go like without? Easiest costume for me. Do you go without shoes? Oh yeah, of course not. Oh, okay. I got the little little thing on the bottom. Yeah. I this, I I've never dressed up as a video game character and went out to a party. I don't I don't go to parties. The closest thing I did was I wore the Luigi hat while my son walked around as Mario. <laughs> um, my son has gone as multiple video game characters. His, now pick, his Pikmin costume was pimp, son. Yep, my my stepmom made that for him actually. That thing, um, was, I saw because as you can that. imagine, yeah. there aren't uh, there aren't Pikmin costumes just floating around. <laughs> <laughs> so my my stepmom made him a handmade uh, Pikmin costume, awesome. uh, which was awesome. Um, so he's been, he's been Pikmin, he's been, uh, Mario and Luigi, both. Um, what else? I feel like he's been something else too, but, yep, but no, I, I haven't, uh, I haven't actually dressed up as a video game character. My favorite, my favorite, uh, Halloween costume, I believe, is, um, I went, um, to one of Brian Peterson, the Boogeyman's Halloween parties one year, dressed as Ric Flair. Um, with like an old sports coat. I think I was my, there. My hair, my hair painted white, and my eyebrows painted white. Um, because I couldn't find platinum blonde, and uh, uh, a belt over my shoulder, and I basically just went up to people throughout the night and went woo. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. <clears throat> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, this is this is the easiest email I've ever read on the show. Comes from Mark. Says hi all. What happened to Gambus? I miss him. From Mark. <laughs> <laughs> what did happen to Gambus? Hey. Gambus? We killed him. Oh no! Wait. No, he's he's um, still around. Yeah, a few months ago I had a hernia hernia surgery, and uh, that was fun. Yeah. And then and then once I healed up. Um, Went into lots of overtime at work, which is also and, fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> man, I hate, is, I hate getting old. Man. I was gonna say this adulting thing sucks, right? Yeah, yes, it does. especially people listening to the show for ten years now. Like when we started this, we were really dumb, stupid kids. <laughs> now most now of you're us, dumb, stupid adults. Yeah, yeah, now we're dumb, stupid adults. We all got married. <laughs> Some of us have kids. Like, ah, God, what happened? Y'all got responsible and shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I hate adulting. Yeah, it is. It's hard work. I get excited. Yeah. I get excited at the thought of buying a new hot water heater now. Okay, then. <laughs> oh, man. Light bulbs there, my thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Light changing light bulbs. Changing light bulbs in the hallway. And, I'm, yeah. like, I'm weatherproofing yep. that window, getting super excited. I'm like, yes. Yeah. So much money I'm going to save. Exactly. Like those things, like I just fixed my hot water heater. Like, thinking about buying stuff, you know, when your tax return comes in, what home improvements am I going to make? <laughs> These are the things that excite you when you get old and it is sad. Yeah. <sighs> I got to buy cupcakes for my kid this week for a Valentine's Day party, and that's exciting, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I want I want some cupcakes. I had a craving Valentine's for cakes. Dude, kids in school now celebrate everything. What? Yeah. Okay. 
Although well, he they're got... going to shoot. They're going to show Fifty Shades of Grey or something. And uh, like John, I don't know what school you send your kids to. Like, seriously. <laughs> hey, they're a little bit more open over there. <laughs> so my, my kid wants to play baseball this year. He got one of those little sign-up forms. So maybe I'll let him do that. I don't know. He might get bored of it. Jacob loved baseball, but just to warn you, the first year... Um, Jacob's big frustration with baseball, the first year he played, not so much the last couple of years, um, was that the ball didn't come to him every time. So, because standing out in the field, obviously, is a lot of just standing around and waiting. Oh, yeah. Um, so, that was his that was his big concern with uh, baseball. See, I think I have the kid that would... But he loves it now. I was going to say, I think I have the kid that wouldn't stand there. He'd, like, run up to the plate and try to get the ball. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's it's hilarious to watch kids play t-ball because everyone runs after the ball. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You can tell all the kids, okay, this is third base, this is outfield. You're you're here, you're here. It doesn't matter. No, they're gonna go wherever the heck they want to go. Oh yeah, uh, and they're gonna all chase after the ball. This is gonna be fun. Oh, uh, up next, this email comes from Marcus. He says, I think I, I think Nintendo have finally proved that they do not have a clue what they are doing as a console manufacturer, and the Wii was successful due to sheer dumb luck. Uh, personally, I want the Switch, yeah. uh, personally, I want the Switch to fail, so Nintendo will be forced to give up trying to make gaming consoles and leave that to the big boys. Uh, wow. They should just concentrate on making games for the PlayStation and Xbox. Also, I didn't watch the presentation and heard about the cow milking game in 1-2 Switch, I found a video on YouTube and assumed it was a parody video. I lost my shit when I realized it was the actual game trailer. <laughs> the fuck is Nintendo doing? This shit is embarrassing. I think the not packing one two switch in into the the box is a, a idiotic um, yeah idea. Um, I know I wasn't on last week. Um, I'm not sure. Jay, did you read out my email? I did. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go on too much about it, but it's like. There, yeah, he's right. There are things that they... I struggle to understand how they have come to the conclusions that they have come to. Um, things like the, the price-wise... I'm, I'm not too fussed about the price of the console, but the accessory seems excessive. Um, things like not packing uh, the 1-2 Switch in the box, because the reason why the Wii was so successful was because of Wii Sports, and that came in the box, and it was one of the biggest selling points of that, uh, that console. Um, yeah. But the online stuff seems really weird and shady, and, and considering this was the press conference to answer all our questions, it just didn't. It's like, uh, I think uh, one of our listeners, uh, DJ Mitsurari, he, he sent over like a link that... Uh, to an interview with Nintendo about, uh, you know, trying to f- get to some of the finer points uh, of the Switch. And it was like, we have no comment at this time. And it's like, your console is less than two months out and you're not telling us everything about it. It just seems really backwards way of doing it. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I know the price, as I said, the price isn't a huge thing about the console, but... When you are in a, or when someone's in a game store and they see three consoles, the Switch, the Xbox One, and the PS4, and the PS4 and the Xbox One, which you can get for like 250 bucks, um, and you're looking at 300 pounds, what are they going to go for? Why is there an incentive to get that Switch machine? For those people, there isn't. The only people that are getting this Switch machine day one are the Nintendo fans who want to play Nintendo games. That's not going to see them 
through the long term. And there are some great games on Horizon. Things like Mario Odyssey and, and Splatoon 2 and um, uh, Xenoblade. And Xenoblade is not coming out this year. I don't care what they, they say. They're yeah. saying 2017, but I find that they, so hard that to is, believe. That's yeah. 2019. Yeah, 2019. And, and, and also having things like, oh, we're making a Shimagami Tensei game. We haven't even started it yet, but we're working on it. What? Well, well, technically, John, by making that trailer, they started on it. You see? Yeah. You see? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No, they, they. Yeah, that just. Stuff like that seemed really out of place for a uh, presentation of the device that you are shipping in six weeks. Um, you know, the, yeah. on, uh, the online stuff that. I mean, I, we don't know what the price is, and that's a big thing as well. Why haven't you told us what the price is? You've told us that, you know, it's you're going to need it to play online, and you're going to get a game for a month. Um, what's the price? Is it ten bucks a year? Because that sounds like a reasonable price for what you're offering. But chances are they're going to take us the same price as the others. Well, that's, that's yeah. Not if they, if be they very... charge, uh, what is it, sixty or fifty? Sixty bucks. That's that's not very. Um, that's, enticing, that's is ridiculous. it? Ridiculous. Yeah. So there were some really, and I see what you're saying. I, I don't want the Switch to fail. I don't because Nintendo are, you know, they've got a history there. But I, there is certainly something to be said that maybe they shouldn't be making hardware anymore. Maybe they should concentrate their efforts on software as a third party. Uh, they just need better leadership. Well, I don't know if, I mean, I don't know if that's the case because it's like, this is, these are mistakes they're repeating. And it made me laugh that Red, uh, Fizzame, Reggie Fizzame came out and said, we are going to learn from the mistakes of the Wii U. This was like two months ago. We're going to learn mm, from yeah. the mistakes of the Wii U. They haven't learned anything. They really haven't. I, I've said my piece on the Nintendo Switch. The only thing I'll say is I don't agree with wanting this company to fail and only make games for other consoles because Nintendo has done, and you know, you can look back on the history of this, Nintendo's done so much to push this industry forward. I feel if they weren't around, we would become stale. It's difficult to say that. I mean, you're right. Back in the day, they, you know, they, they're the inventor of the gamepad. They, they, the D-pad, you know, they, uh, analog sticks, rumble, they, pushed absolutely this uh, industry forward it just that time seems to have passed i don't you know the the big innovation with the the switches the hd rumble well whoop de do i don't um, i don't only... agree that that's the big innovation <laughs> with the switch no that's, they spent a lot of time on the conference about that so well, of course they did but i don't think that's the big innovation i think the big innovation is the fact that this thing is a hybrid and i think from a hardware perspective it may not be as powerful. It may not be competing with these other consoles. But you don't need it to. It's not supposed to, and I think it's. No. I think it's supposed to be what it is. And people, I, I think the problem with Nintendo is people think they know what they want from Nintendo, but I don't mm-hmm. really think they know what they want from Nintendo. <laughs> Ken, Ken's, Ken's, I think Ken's right on the money there because think about how successful the Wii was, and nobody knew that was going to be popular. Nobody knew that's what a lot of people wanted, right? Yeah. So well, maybe because they didn't know they wanted it. But exactly. if you look at this, this is a portable Wii. They're trying to, they're trying to recapture that, but I don't think that's how you move forward. 
I, but we had this I same. Think, we if you go back and you know this show's been around for ten yeah. years. If you go back and listen to this show in the beginning when the we hadn't released yet, we were saying exactly the same thing. And I, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that True. the Switch is going to be that. <clears throat> I don't know, but I don't want Nintendo to go away because they're so. They're the only ones that think outside the box. Like, Connect would have never existed if the Wii not existed. <laughs> oh, well, we can blame Nintendo for that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm still saying that technology was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm not disagreeing with you. Um, I just, I, I do agree with uh, Marcus in the fact that they, they, they haven't learned anything. They don't, you know, they, they seem to be out of touch with. Sure. You know, we're we're saying that we don't know what we want from Nintendo. Uh, uh, they don't know what we want either. They don't know. They they've they've kind of got no idea in, in regards it's, it's to certain a, things. I, I think a lot of it is stubborn Japanese traditional business. Probably mm. right. Yeah, with that, uh, the culture is very but different for sure. Also, to be perfectly frank with you, we 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 joke about the phone app. We joke about playing online. I mean, is anybody really playing competitive online multiplayer on the Wii, on the Switch, on the Wii U? I mean, is it... It's just Splatoon and Brawl probably the only two games that really get any kind of wing on the Wii U. That's what I'm the saying. Thing like, that... Do you need that stuff? I mean... The other thing that um, they haven't made clear, and I don't... I mean, or maybe I haven't seen that they have made clear, is that obviously the online things for multiplayer. Do you have to have that to play local multiplayer? No. Oh, you don't? Okay. No. The, the Switch is the Switch, and it is what it is. And, and people, you know, there are problems with that system, but I think a lot of the problems people are focusing on are shit you really don't care about. <laughs> I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Did you really care that they were going to port a bunch of three, or a bunch of Xbox One and PS4 games at launch? No, you don't. Nope. They no could have They could have launched that system with just Zelda, Bomberman, and 1-2 Switch. That have been all that, that mattered. Skylanders doesn't matter. No, you know. Steve, well, I was I was actually surprised at that because that that's going to be the last Skylanders game. I'm very surprised they even bothered with it. You know, Steep's not going to matter. Nobody cares about Steep. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I don't know. I you know I joke about it. I make fun about it too. But I mean, you got to be realistic about what what a Nintendo system is. It's uh, just I, a shame that there wasn't more of that stuff <clears throat> there, and I. The one thing that I think that they have got going for them is that they've already confirmed that Zelda's last game for the Wii U, which is fair enough. First party. Um, first party. Yeah. Uh, what third party is making stuff? <laughs> I'm sure there's some shovelware out there somewhere. I mean, it, just, it is what it is. Um, the 3DS we'll see how it is, goes. The thing about it is that... As, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, 3DS is winding down now. They're not saying as much, but it is. This is, you know, the, the whole point of the Switch is to, uh, to take over both... Uh, their home console and the, the handheld console market. Um, the thing that I'm hopeful for is that the people that do, the third parties that do develop for the 3DS are going to continue developing for the Switch, which is going to give it a rich um, content of games. You know, things like Bravely Default, those sort of games that you can't get yeah. anywhere else. They're going to hopefully make that move over to the Switch. So it isn't just going to be, you know, because people are worried about third parties. I don't care about Skyrim, your FIFAs and stuff. What I care about is that the developers making uh, games for the 3DS are going to move over to the Switch. And we're still going to get that real nice piece of con- uh, slew of content 
not just Nintendo first party games, but well, they, a lot they of already have. They already have. The Bravely Default guys are the ones who are making Octopath mm-hmm. Traveler, which looks yep. interesting. Absolutely. And then the Shin Megami Tensei, as you said, that's coming. <laughs> I mean, it, it, so, it, let's be fair. There wasn't going to be a Shin Megami Tensei game on the 3DS this year either. No. I mean, so uh, that is the next Apocalypse game. Apocalypse actually came out this, well, last year. That's so. what I'm saying, is they just released one, so there's not going to be mm-hmm. another one for another year or two, so. As long as that content comes, I think the Switch will be fine. It might take a while for it to t- uh, take off, but when yeah. people come, um, and when they start announcing things like the Pokemon games and the, you know, rumored. Monster Hunter? Um, well, Monster Hunter, yeah, rumored. Um, oh, God, what was the other uh, rumor that they're working on like pikmin and stuff like that those when you start seeing those and we you've got e3 coming up soon as well i'm sure there'll be uh, new announcements there uh when they start detailing those putting them in some sort of release schedule you're gonna start seeing the switch gain some interest and some traction it's gonna have a bad launch but i think it has a good chance of turning it around because like ken said this is not just a pc in a box which is what the ps4 and the xbox one are that's, that's the direction they've been going, not only with their hardware, but in the way they manufacture games, the way they stabilize games via installations and patches and everything else in between. So in that regard, I am very happy that Nintendo is not doing the same thing. Not saying that, like, oh, we need to compete with these, like, you know, really heavy hitters, get the most polygons on screen at once. I don't think any Nintendo fan wants that. They they know where Nintendo's strength is. No, lies, no, th- that's what I mean. Content. When you tell me that you no longer want Nintendo to produce hardware, that's what you're saying. Because that's what you're saying, because you want to play those games on those big bulky consoles that we have at home or on the PC. So that's the console that you technically want. It's not a Nintendo made. It's something that you already have established. So think... in... go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. So in, in basically, it feels like they are doing what Nintendo has always done. And sure, they have failed in a lot of ways, and they have screwed up a tremendous amount of times, but they have also turned it around. In the case for 3DS, how that thing launched, being mm. really expensive, not having the software, yep. and the way that it turned it around, they they took that as a failure. They took it to heart. They cut that price down. People across the board, the CEOs and Nintendo, the top heads, they all took hits on their own salaries in order to make that Right again, and now the 3DS has 3DS has one of the best libraries in the gaming market. Mm. So to me, I feel like they can have another turnaround. They can have this kind of kind of mediocre to bad launch, and then turn it around to make it something truly truly successful. And the hardware should be primed to do that with its ability to play both home console and portable games. I, I, think, there's, I think there's probably I think I think there's room for all of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Be- because y- yes, Nintendo fights the third-party problem, right? They have for generation. They have since the GameCube. Yeah, right? GameCube was the last. No, one really, honestly, they... they have since the N64. The GameCube, uh, they yeah. tried to match PS PS2 and Xbox, but they just never did. <clears throat> right. Um, the uh, but their their systems exist for a very specific reason. Each one of their systems has a specific purpose. Um, and it's not generally to compete with the big boys, right? So I think there's room for the PlayStation and the Xbox to battle it out amongst each other for the big budget, really polished, um, like AAA 
multi-platform games. Um, and I think Nintendo fills their role by putting out good first-party stuff and pushing the other two consoles forward in some pretty specific ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, both the PlayStation and the Xbox in, uh, incorporated motion control after Nintendo sort of pioneered it, right? Yep. Um, the, you know, we got other stuff throughout the years that was, you know, like it's been mentioned already, Rumble, Analog Sticks, stuff like that, that was pushed forward by Nintendo first. Um, they were the first ones to do shoulder buttons, right? That all this stuff that, um, uh, that's, that's their role now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their role is to come up with this really innovative stuff that their first party games use. And then, honestly, their role is to watch that stuff get taken and changed and implemented in consoles that run bigger games better. Yeah, um, that's just alert, that's yeah. that's who they are now. But if you take them out of the loop, um, <clears throat> I I guess my thing is I don't see why anybody would want them out of the loop, um, because they. Are they are they gonna you know dominate the market with Call of Duties and stuff like that? No, they're not. But that's not who they are. Um, they're 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 in the market. Their purpose in the market now is to push the other two consoles forward from a technology standpoint, not from a power standpoint, but from a new and interesting ways to play games standpoint. Um, that's who they are, and but to be the the dominant force in portable gaming. That's. Yeah, that's, that's their true. other. I still, I, I think, I think to sum that up really nicely is Nintendo reminds Sony and Microsoft that games are fun. <clears throat> yes, mm-hmm. that's a great way to put it. You know, and, yeah. and, and if they're not there, then we get into this really stale, dystopian future of video games that are just boxes playing these if, high budget visual things. If they're so, this is going to sound. I'm going to get a lot of uh, <laughs> negative feedback for this from certain people, but it's this is the way I feel about it. Um, without Nintendo, the console market is just the PC market. Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. Everything it is. is about graphics and everything is about how much more powerful it can be. Um, and, and there's no, um, so I don't want this to sound like I don't think there's innovation in the PC market. I mean, innovation in a very specific way, but, um, there's none of that sort of, um, reimagining of what it means to play games that you get from Nintendo consoles. So, and I, for one, I, I have always, and you're talking to somebody who, when PC gaming was, um, I won't say in its infancy, but in its teenage years, in the early 90s, um, I was a huge PC gamer. And that market to me now is just so sterile. Um, with the exception of, you know, indie stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Lots of good points. Yeah, I'm totally mm-hmm. there. I don't. I don't want Nintendo to go away. I will criticize everything that they do that is stupid. But I don't ever want them to not make another <laughs> console or handheld or something. I agree. I feel the same. I'll tell you the thing that I'm most looking forward to with the Nintendo Switch. Um, I mean the whole aspect of. Um, being able to play the same game on a, uh, in, on your TV and then taking it with you on the go, on the go, that's really awesome. But I think 
with the Switch, um, with the uh, Joy-Cons being two... Uh, two potential controllers, the idea of it being portable multiplayer gaming, I think is pretty exciting. So that when you take it on the go, you you have the potential to actually share the experience with someone else who doesn't even own the machine. Yeah, I, so, I like I like the the idea of that. My my problem with that is the execution, just because of those those Joy Cons do not look comfortable at all to play with. Um, and you have to be sitting about three inches control. from the screen. They, I mean, just for for somebody, um, I don't have big hands, but I have longer fingers, and the yeah. concept of me sitting with that little thing for an, any extended period of time and trying to play. Now I haven't had it in my hand yet, so maybe maybe it feels different than it looks. Um, but man, it looks cramped. Yeah. It, it does. Yeah. Especially, I mean, you got to remember those things are only plugging into the side of a six-inch screen, right? Yeah. It's not like they're plugging into the side of a ten. Po- it's not like they're plugging into the side of like a, a ten-inch iPad. Um, they're yeah. they're plugging into the sides of a six-inch screen, so that they're not that big. Uh, I will say that they're about the same size as the buttons on uh, the Vita, which are also tiny. And I, when I first got my hands on the Vita, I was like, wow, these, these controls are weird. But after enough time with them, I, I got to kind of like, I got used to it and it's fine. Like, my, it works. My concern is less the size of the buttons and more how close they are all yeah. together. Yeah, um, especially that other Joy-Con yeah. that has the analog stick in the middle. Middle yeah. is oh, yeah. a little rough. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I will be interested to see that. I think it's novel, and I think it could be neat, but I certainly don't see myself sitting down to play like some competitive Splatoon <laughs> on on the portable version of that thing. You know. No, but I agree. It, it is nice to have that option because when's the last console launch that came with two controllers? Huh? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. I can't remember. No, at I all. can't remember either. That's I, I say I you know I don't think I'll ever take <laughs> that system like out in public like a handheld, but I'll tell you one thing I'll do is I'll pull it up out of my dock in my office and go into the living room to where my son is watching TV or playing a game and, you know, continue my Zelda run there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think the, 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 the important takeaway for people on this show and probably a lot of the gaming community is that we're all going to complain about some of the stuff that we think is silly, but we're all going to buy one. Oh, yeah. Eventually. Sure. Uh, I mean, all, all of us will have one eventually. We might not have one at launch, but... Um, and that's... I feel like for the hardcore gaming community, that's what it always boils down to with Nintendo, is we complain about the stuff they do to try to, you know, bring in people who don't play games right now. Uh, but at the end of the day, we all buy one anyway. Those, those first parties... Uh, are too much of a draw to give away. Yeah. If you're a hardcore gamer like we are, we don't, we can't, we can't skip out on Mario Odyssey, man. We got to play that, and you know, we got to play it in one way or another. Yep. So, yep. I don't. I, there's no other system that can do that, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's no Xbox games that would say I have to own just an Xbox for those games. I buy an Xbox to play, you know, third-party games, multiplat games. Same with I PS4. Think, yeah. Have they said yet if the um, if the Switch has a camera in the back of it? I don't think they've said it has a camera I at all. I don't. I don't, I don't yeah, think I, so. I, yeah, I don't think so. 
See, that, that seems like, uh, and again, I know it's, it's more stuff, that seems like that would have been a neat uh, augmented reality opportunity if that console also had a camera in the back of it. <sighs> Considering it also has, you know, it obviously has controllers on either side of it. Um, yeah. There hasn't but, been a Nintendo system in a long time that didn't have a camera on it. <laughs> I know, I thought the same thing. Yeah. All right. That's what I, I, I love that about the... Um, the Wii U, um, because when you're playing like Nintendo Land, you can uh, uh, you can see the other person's face as yeah. they're um, like when they get caught or whatever in Mario Dash or whatever it's called. Um, so I, I you know I don't know. I thought that that's one of those things that only Nintendo would think of. Exactly, those are the things like you see them and you're like, that's cool. Yeah, Nintendo did that. Like I was reading about uh, the HD Rumble, which I know a lot of people joke about. Um, and, and speaking specifically to, like, Dragon Quest Heroes, like, the HD rumble actually makes you feel like you're slicing into a slime, and, and at the same time, it's different from when you, like, slice into, like, a, like, a bigger enemy. Like, you can, you can feel it. Like, it's, it's just little things like that. And honestly, that'll be the next thing that gets stolen by the next round of other consoles. Oh, yeah, they'll be, what, what they'll call it, like, like, Microsoft already kind of does that with the... The feedback on the, the analog stick, yeah. so like you get the force feedback on like a racing game or something. Yeah, yeah. But Nintendo seems to be taking it to like another level of like you can actually feel the difference. And I guarantee you, in the next Xbox and PlayStation, that'll be there if this ends up working really well. So, and that's why I want Nintendo yeah. to keep making hardware, man. Nice. Anyway, we have a couple more emails, but I'm going to let them go uh, to to get some tweets in. We'll get back to those emails next week. Uh, we had a lot of tweets last week that we missed because we didn't get time to get to all of them. All right. Um, I think we hit all these. We hit all these. <laughs> Dustin says, you know, the Game of the Year show was all right, but honestly, I didn't listen to it for your crappy games. Where's part two in Gambus Khan's top four? <laughs> <laughs> it's on part two of the show. Gamerscon had a top five, uh, but he wasn't there to read them. Uh, he also says, a little worried about Microsoft with the recent scale-bound cancellation. They really need more IPs besides Halo and Gears. I hate that. I hate that generalization. Yeah. They have uh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, wait. We, we read that last week because I remember this one. HD Rumble Console Wars over bitches. I know we read that last week. Uh, let me scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. Here we go. Uh, Adam says, fingers crossed for the next episode, 55.0, Mass Effect 2. Uh, yep. Bunch of tweets from Blue Apple Blue. I will, <laughs> I will, I will scrub these to get the good ones. <laughs> There's always just so many, I don't have time to read them all. Um... Like, he's asking me for a top ten list of anticipated exclusives on the expo. <laughs> like, I, I don't have time for this. Can't count them. Uh, they don't have ten, right? Uh, I... yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have, like, three or two. I don't know. Oh, we're not having this conversation. Um, God, what is all this? Uh, according to Wiki, Vita has 1,356 games, while 3DS only has 1,002. When did the meme Vita has no games come from? Nintendo hackers? No, I can't I... imagine that Wiki's right on that one. 
are they are they also counting PSP games and that? And they're probably also counting minis, console, yeah, and the all that one, stuff ones, yeah. Virtual true, console, yeah. Yeah, that that meme has always been incorrect. Vita has a lot of games, a lot it, of exclusives too. Actually, it has a lot of games, yeah. but it doesn't have it, a it lot of a, them are just ports of like PS4 indies. Like that's I'll just if you like JRPGs, you should have a Vita. Is all I, I was say. just okay. getting ready to say it has yeah. a, the 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 problem with the Vita is it does have a lot of games, but it has a lot of games within one specific genre. Yeah, yeah. and I so love JRPGs. So right, if you're not a huge fan of JRPGs, um. That's when it feels thin. Mm, I, I agree. Uh, Shogun says, thanks for reading my tweets about the Switch. The reactions were perfect. <laughs> um, Johnny Bourbon says, haven't bought have a, bought a Nintendo since GameCube. They just got all weird. Okay. <laughs> all right, then. Uh, Fixer, one of my, he's always, whenever he tweets, it's always good stuff. He says, sorry, I couldn't help it, John. And then he put a picture in here. How to speak British. Now I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna try to read these. These are funny. Uh, water is wata. Water. <laughs> night water. is, night is noit. <laughs> now I say night. Uh, liar is leia. <laughs> Am I right in thinking you guys don't use the word fortnight? No, we, no, don't. we, we don't, don't use, use Fortnite. Uh, <laughs> Lincoln, you don't use it. What is woat? What? Woat? What? <laughs> what? What, what mate? You right, ba? Tuesday is Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and Harry Potter is Harry Potter. <laughs> You're a wizard now, Harry. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Uh, Rubber Band Man says, thinking about trying Hearthstone on iPad, is it a money sink? How much have you guys invested? That's a J question. Zero seconds. Uh, As someone that has played for like, I played for like a year and a half of Hearthstone, and I will say that I have spent $30 on Hearthstone for my entire year and a half, and that was to gift cards to other people. So I haven't spent any on myself. The thing is, uh, you get the gold from doing the dailies, and you do arena runs, which gets you packs if you do well. And it's it's a good game. Like you can still play it for free uh, and have a good time. But if you want to compete and climb the ladders and play, want to be one of the best, then you're gonna spend a lot of money to try to get the cards you want. Got to be the very best. No one, like no one ever was. <laughs> wow. Oh. Uh, Chandler says Overwatch event, Final Fantasy 15 festival, and Resident Evil 7 all on the same day. I'm in a struggle. Tuesday, here we come. Glorious gaming, baby. Oh, there's, a, there's a tweet later that's even better. Yakuza! Uh, Anthony says Yakuza 0 looks fantastic, but I hate the gameplay of the Yakuza series. Are there game series you want to love but hate? Hate is a strong mm. word there. Yeah, that that game would be Dark Souls for me, but I don't hate it. I yeah. just it's just I just can't get past uh, it. It's I wanna I wanna like Pokemon. Like people love Pokemon everyone loves Pokemon except for me. And the thing is, the concepts and the idea it feels like I should like it, but when I play it I just get bored. You know you and know what it is? I wish I would like it. You're like, you're not the very best. I'm not. I'm no not. one ever would. Makes me sad. <laughs> Anybody else? Yeah, like I said, Dark Souls is mine, but I don't hate the game. 
Mm-hmm. No, I don't get on with that battlefield that much, but again, it's it's just not how I enjoy shooters. So, don't hate games. No, just I, don't get on with them. I, I make jokes uh, about hating games, but mm-hmm. it's mostly to rile people up. And, and... Yeah, in, in truth, Ken actually loves The Last Guardian. He just likes <laughs> it's like it's like one of his favorite games ever, but he just likes joking. You know, it's so secret. Just, I had to take it off my game of the year list because I had to, you know, I have a reputation to uphold. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, 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 you keep that joke for consistency's sake. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I still have not played that game like at all. Yeah, I know. Maybe someday when it's free on PlayStation Plus. What, governor? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, wow. I was trying to be John there for a minute. <clears throat> what? Because I what? Because I like things free. Yeah, because yeah, you're a cheap ass. Yeah. That's what I said. I'm not cheap ass. <laughs> I just get annoyed when I buy the game a month before it goes free. John uh, annoys can, me. Can you, can you say "isn't it" for me? Isn't it? Is isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it, isn't governor? It? No, I say "isn't it." <laughs> okay. Hurry, Porter. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter! Uh, Matt Quinn, you know him. He uh, just said tweet, tweet in response to me saying you should tweet us. He tweeted us twice. That's nice. Tweet, tweet. Thanks, Matt. Uh, Dustin says, "Just realized this is this is the tweet that hurt my that hurt my insides." Just realized I have three days to play Horizon till Zelda, then two weeks till Near, two weeks till Mass Effect. Nice. That is Games. insane. Games. Yep. Jesus. Uh, Dustin says, when I was giving Microsoft shit about exclusives, I am excited for Cuphead and ReCore 2, but they need more than that. ReCore 2 is not happening. <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. I was like, oh, poor ReCore. I like that game. Whatever. Uh, no one else did. No, a lot of people did. You're full of shit. Um, I will admit that the end of that game is a dumpster fire but that's neither here nor there the 12 hours leading up to that was fun so Uh, he also says been playing Tokyo Mirage Sessions and John was right that's a great game goofy as hell but best RPG on the Wii U by far oh come on now yes it is that's that's not a fair thing to say What is that the like? The only other RPG that I can think of on the Wii U is Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah, yes, exactly. It's not many. It's like the only two games. <laughs> Come on, you got like a 50-50 shot of being right in that statement. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely the, the best RPG of 2016. Some would say the best game of 2016. They need, they really need to port that to Switch or That would something. be awesome. Well, they can't port that it to anything awesome. else because it's got Fire Emblem and that's Nintendo owned. Yeah. So put it on the yeah. Switch. Yeah, I would love nice. to see, see like a remaster on the Switch. That'd be awesome. Mm. Uh, he says, "Are you having the reviewer of RE7 play it in VR? I feel you're not doing the game. I feel uh, if not, mm. I feel you're doing the game a disservice. Uh, no, because my reviewer got rid of his VR because it made him sick." Yeah, um, I see his point. I would love to get another perspective on it because this is the flagship title for PSVR, in my opinion. So to get a nice idea on how well that plays in VR and whether or not it enhances the experience would be a nice thing to see. But well, I'm sure the internet will let you know. I'll tell you what. You know, you know what I would love to review it in VR if Sony had sent us a fucking VR. Oh yeah, that's true. But they didn't. So unfortunately, no. I'm not spending six hundred dollars on VR. I, I just don't have it. Uh, anyone get a year in review email from Sony? My top three games were Final Fantasy XIV, Dark Souls 3, and Final Fantasy XV. 
Uh, what what is that exactly? I, th- I think they send you like an email telling you what your most played games were or something. Oh, oh I didn't get that. I didn't, no, I didn't, get, I didn't get it either, which is weird. Um, he says I'm still really excited for the Switch, even though online and voice chat doesn't sound great. I'll keep an open mind and try it out. Yeah, certainly. Especially today. Yeah, he said there's a lot of tech in those controllers. I can't wait to see what WarioWare is going to do with all of it. Uh, uh, WarioWare is actually three four switch now, so you know. Just <laughs> it's a sequel. Yeah. Uh, played through the first near. Didn't realize it was a sequel to Drakengard's fifth ending. Now I want to play through that game. I if if I have a hard time recommending the original near, Drakengard is even a harder to sell. Those games are without any hint of a reservation. Those games are not good. Like especially like the the earlier Dragon Guard, they're not fun to play at all. So that's hard to sell. Maybe watch a YouTube video talking about the storyline instead. Do yourself a favor. I don't know. He says also the first near is highly underrated. Everyone should play it. And I'm not one for soundtracks, but that game has a great one. It's one of the best soundtracks of a video game ever created, in my opinion. Like I said, I'm I'm about I'd say about an hour and a half, two hours into that game. Uh, and as soon as it goes backwards compatible, I'll probably jump back into it because my 360, I'm afraid to turn it on because when you turn it on, it gets one of those stupid updates. It takes like six years. <laughs> it's like the PS3 now. It sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Sam says, Ken played and enjoyed a Yakuza game. Welcome to the light, brother. <laughs> Damn right. Hey, you know, I, I, it's not that I've ever had anything against those games. I just never played one. We corrected your mistake, and now you're a better person for it. I still, I'm, I still stand by the fact that I would not want one of those every year. Okay, I'm okay with that. There's just too much of that game. So. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to playing it. It's, it's really good. <laughs> it's something special. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Plo six one seven says, "Go see the film Split. It's an awesome movie. M Night has returned. Watch it before the internet spoils you." I I will actually watch that movie next week on a Tuesday. So I'm, I do I'm want excited. to see that because I like James McAvoy, and oh, the visit yes. was actually quite good. I'll see. Good, I'll but. see the movie when it comes. Out. I saw the visit. It was okay. It wasn't great. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like, but I'm a I'm a big advocate of Shyamalan. I've liked many of his movies that a lot of people hate, and he has in fact probably made one of my favorite movies ever. So I want to see this. It won't be spoiled for me, more than likely, because I don't. I'm sorry, I don't visit the the split Reddit, so I think I'm good. <laughs> um, he also says I have no faith in the future of the Switch. Could be wrong, but I think this is going to be a failure. Not initially, of course. I hope you will be wrong, buddy. Yeah. I don't want any system to fail. I love it when Xbox outsells PS4 because that means. You know that it's selling, and I would love if the Switch outsold the PS4 and Xbox One one month. And, and then you get the royalty check from Microsoft that you always get. every day, brother. Every yeah, day, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Damn. I dude, if I if I could wear a money hat, I would totally wear a money hat. I mean, I, clearly, I would quit doing what I do, but I'd wear that hat proudly. Are you kidding? Yeah, of course. It's like it's people. Dream. It's like people who give. You know, Sean Murray shit for taking the PlayStation deal. Are you crazy? That's what you work for, man. 
I feel like people's conceptions about the idea of selling out just means being successful. Do you not want that person to be successful? Is that what you're saying? I don't, I don't yeah. understand. I mean, they, they obviously did something to earn that money. Let them enjoy that money. <laughs> Shit, I'd go be the next Major Nelson. Are you kidding? <laughs> I could see Ken doing a pretty good job as the next Major Nelson. Oh, dude, I'd be all about I'm not going to stand here and lie to you. I'd totally take that job. Yeah. I don't care. But, you know, right now I'm not. So, I don't get no checks. That's it, though. And in case you're curious, Drew left a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he's just been really quiet, you know. His uh, his so. Falcons were in the NFC cha- NFC Championship game today, so he had to go get food and prepare. Yeah, which I'm I'm 100 percent rooting for his Falcons to go to the Super Bowl. I would love to see it. So, speaking of which, it's now time for me to end the show and go get food so I can watch the NFC Championship game. It's gonna Sweet. be a good day. Uh, but that is it for the show this week. Uh, Mass Effect 2, Phoenix Down, hitting this week. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, uh, at M4G Podcast. You can also follow all of us individually. John is at John W. UK. Uh, Jay is at Bottomside Jay. Ryan is at our Wombold. And hey, Gambus Khan's here, so it's at Gambus Khan. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on the site at ZTGD. Uh, and also, if you want to shoot us an email, send them to podcasts at ztgd.com. We are catching up on them. You guys have overloaded us with emails, and I love it. Yes, um, please send us more. I just haven't got a chance to get through them all because we had the, you know, the Game of the Year show. We had the Switch show. So it's been a little busy couple weeks. Um, also, i got a special guest coming in soon, an old friend of the show. He said in 2017 we needed to get him on and have some conversation, which he works for a game developer now, so... Mike Blissell. He's got, he's got some stories to tell. He was a game informer, now he's a game developer. And just think, he started nice. here with us. Nice. Poor sucker. Sell out. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle, baby. That's right. Anyway, but that's it for the show. Unless anybody has anything else, Jason, you can... Do your thing that you haven't done since 2016. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.